Guys, my just found uh, a puppet. Oh, hold on, hold control. on, hold on, my guy, hold on. Para. Okay. He had a little Spanglish. Oh. All right. So, what's up, everybody? Hope everybody's had a fantastic week. Welcome back to another episode, AKP Keeping It Real. Um, last week we had our educational conversation you know just choosing the right path or a path that is essentially going to be good for you as a person so a lot of great feedback on that uh, especially with the younger generation that was able to relate with Kristen and Austin shout out to y'all for y'all feedbacks um, and I'm still working on the website so I'm trying to figure out how to just link all this together instead of having you know Twitter Facebook um Instagram like that that's that's starting to become a real task just trying to keep up with everybody's you know likes comments and everything else um but thank y'all very much for the feedback overall oh we're gonna go ahead and jump into it uh for today what's up how's everybody been pretty good okay straight chilling you know what I'm saying just chilling damn damn Y'all saw that uh, Florida's on the top of the list again for Corona? Mm-hmm. Y'all nasty bastards. I think yesterday we had, what, 4,000-something people infected? And, and it's crazy because last night I see a bunch of people out on um Sunrise up in Broward, and apparently they had, like, a car meetup. And I'm like, this is this is why black people can't be great. Like, why do y'all think it was okay to be doing this shit at two o'clock in the morning? And so they, think, God... they, think, they think the virus sleep, bro. Like, I, I was just like, yo, you, that, that's that's beyond being irresponsible at that point in time. So I just kind of logged off because it it was it was ridiculous. I'm talking about like cars on top of cars, and uh, the last time I think they had an event like this was probably a month ago, and uh, one of the guys got shot up out there. So, oh. yeah, it, it's kind of like, thank God nobody got shot, but come on, stay stay home. It's not that serious. Like, I don't think you should be losing your life just to go and be like, yo, I'm outside with people in cars. At yeah, but at the same morning. time, yeah, but at the same time, let's keep it 100. I think the reason why they're, they're, they're saying what they're saying is because they're trying to control the protests and all this other stuff. So, hey. Well, that wasn't even keep a protest, on, keep, though. Keep was, I know that's that not even a, a protest, but they tried to... up. Yeah, because people are tired of being in the house all day, every day. Like, there's only so much we can do at the house. Oh, and I love it how when celebrities say, oh, stay at home. Uh, you have 20,000 acres of property, homie. I only got a half. Like, calm wow. down. Go sit down somewhere. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. But not all of us are gonna. Not all of us are gonna stay home every day, all day. We got lives. We got things to do. So okay, okay. okay. How's the essential workers? Are, are y'all still even on that whole essential worker tip? Or Austin? Are you guys just like back to normal? No, bro. Shit, back to normal, bro. What you mean? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you guys hear about a uh, deal? Hughley passed out yeah. on stage apparently. Yeah, I really? Yeah, he has. He's asymptomatic. So I I watched this video, 
And he basically broke it down saying that uh, he did not have the same symptoms as everybody else that's had corona. However, he did pass out. So apparently, um, if you feel lightheaded and you're about to pass out, that might also be a sign of corona because you might not have the flu, the fever, um, or anything else. And you might also be like super dehydrated. But what I don't understand is why the hell are you doing a a, a stand up comedy show in in a room that looks like a box? Like I don't get it. Hmm. And why were you not tested before you actually went on stage? Like I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think the promoters did a good job protecting people because it was literally kind of like you know when when back in the days you're up and coming artists and they have you know, like these little rooms with people and you're on top of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the that's what the, yeah, that's that's basically what it looked like. And and to me, it's like, damn, you like, bro, you're kind of celebrity. You're kind of big deal, and you probably don't have as much money as the norm. But I wouldn't want to know that you died just out here trying to make a couple of dollars. Nah, they're all trying to be Dave Chappelle at this point. They're like, oh, that nigga can do it. I can do it too. Yeah, but wasn't Dave Chappelle in a in a empty? I, I still haven't seen a stand up, which I'm still trying to see it. Um, the I eight mean, minute special thing. But I wasn't mean, he in an empty arena? It wasn't an arena. It was just basically like it looked like somebody's. Literally, it looked like if he really wanted it to be, it could have been like his back porch if he had like a bunch of like space and stuff. But no, it was yeah. it was a it was a very it was I mean it was a big space. If you came together, you sat together, they like boxed out the chairs. So I mean like it was like spaced out. So everybody had on masks. It was it was pretty lit. And it's it's uh it's about thirty minutes. It's not um it's not eight minutes. Oh god dang it. I thought it was honestly eight minutes because I was like, Oh damn, he fit all that in eight minutes? Bet No, he just he just talked a lot about um George Floyd and he he talked about a lot of things that are correct and you know, he had some things that were incorrect, but like not incorrect because like he was fabricating. It was just incorrect because like, um, just like little minute details. But I mean, like the overall basis of what he was talking about was correct. So it was really good, man. You know, Dave. You know, I love Dave. Um, shout out to Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, yeah, I, I gotta, guy. I gotta watch it. I, I've, I've been saying I'm gonna watch. Is it on Netflix? No, nah, it's on YouTube, bro. Just go watch it on YouTube. Oh, okay, all right. That definitely be no, checking that out. It's not. It's not like a Netflix special. It wasn't. It wasn't something that was planned. He just kind of did it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll be checking that out definitely. Um, I don't know if you guys seen that. Uh, one of the police officers in the George uh George Floyd case, he actually went ahead and posted bail. Oh yeah, it was like a million dollars. Yeah, he posted Bruh. bill like a week. He posted bill like a week ago. Where did he yeah. get this money from? Is what I would like to know. <laughs> um, you didn't see what you didn't see where the money came from. No, where? Uh, people. Um, like go fund me his bill. Get the hell bro. out of here, bro. Nope. Stop playing. Nope. nope. They crowdfunded. Mm-hmm. They crowdfunded his bill, bro. Why you're telling <laughs> me that people out here trying to set up uh businesses trying to get money for you know developments and programs that they're trying to implement throughout the world can't even get a fucking dollar for it but you're gonna go ahead and crowdfund for somebody that literally sat here and watch a man die i mean like check it out bro look at look at candace owens <clears throat> candace owens basically is saying that george floyd 
got what he deserved. Why are we trying yeah. to make him a uh, a hero or or yeah, yeah. A, a martyr? And um, I mean, if you got people like her, and she black, if you got people like her, right. I mean, of course, yeah, they don't crowdfund. PJ, I don't know. PJ, I don't know why you're acting so surprised about the situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, where do we live in? We live in America. The same way we have people fighting for for the rights of of blacks and Latinos, are this. Uh, we have the same people that are fighting for for the rights of. Oh, let's keep the Ku Klux Klan alive. Let's, you yeah. know, like look like look at the two clowns that that the correction officer and the FedEx employee that, that were part of the white supremacy rally or the whatever, the Ku Klux Klan rally. Are you talking when, about when with the hanging were... of the guy? Mm-hmm. No, when, when, they, when one white guy is laying on the floor, the other white guy oh. is, is on top of him and he's like, oh, and, and then FedEx saw it. Oh, the, guy, the, guy is now, the guy is now terminated. They did an investigation, terminated him, but the, but the correctional <laughs> officer... I didn't hear that they terminated him. They just gave just him honest, a, a, you, you a don't, you don't. I don't oh. think they know who the correctional officer was. You never saw his face. Oh, but they figured it out. Oh, well. They figured oh. it out. Trust me. So, so, so let's be honest. Once again, this is America. The same way you have people fighting for, for, for police brutality. You know, Dr. Davis came out to 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 support the rally. You know, is the same way we have other people like Candace Owens saying, "Hey, I don't support, I don't support the police." I mean, well, I don't support. Can I? Can I? Can Floyd I piggyback and, and on that? Even so, though I, real. even though I don't agree with some of the stuff that Candace says in reference to George, when you really sit there and listen to the things that she has to say, she is a very intelligent black woman, and. Anybody says she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's kind of like, given the given the evil of all twos, it's like, bro, I, I'm I rather have you in my corner speaking on my defense than not have you in my corner. Um, and it's 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 kind of like it's 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 sad that she's gonna say, yo, this man deserved to die because of this, or because of his past, or because of what he did, but. I would honestly have to say, like, I, I, I have a lot of respect for her. Like, I was watching the summit thing that she did with T.I. and Killer Mike. And, you know, it, it was kind of like she, I hated the fact that no one allowed her to speak. And it yeah. went back to the ignorance of Black people. Like, I get it. She was saying things that y'all didn't want to hear. But when it comes down to it, she makes she makes a point. All, the, all y'all Black people out here being real emotional about everything that's taking place and these people are playing on the fact that if they know that yo y'all are going to be emotional about it y'all are going to feel strong about this stuff so let's I mean, go ahead and keep feeding it i mean like just think about it though. what that's, i like about that's the way go ahead know, I, was Austin. Gonna, I was just going to say that's the way things are happening that's that's what's going to happen they're 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 going to play off the emotions because that's what that's what they want i mean you got to think about it all these things are happening you know Black people are fed up, you know. I mean, Candace Owens, yeah, she what she's saying, and it may be you may be like, oh, you know, there's some truth in that. But at the end of the day, she is defending um, the opposite side. Like, uh, she's a very smart person. Don't get me wrong. Like, she's she's smart, you know. Yeah. Hey, 
but there's a lot of smart people that are full of themselves and full of shit. So, I mean, I mean, although she it probably has some points and this and that and the other, I mean, like, at the end of the day, you're still fighting a system that is telling you, hey, uh, slavery, come on, bro. Uh, why are you so mad about that? But 9-11 is celebrated every single year. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's that's real crazy. I would rather her honestly not say... It's kind of like when I listen to her and I listen to things that she's saying, I think she should more aim for being a liberal than saying, oh, she's a a Republican or she's... um, And I think she's actually a conservative, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but... She is a conservative. She is a conservative. Okay, because I'm looking at her standpoints and her views on everything, and it's like, you know... When when it really comes down to it, it's like, yo, you you're supporting Trump and the things that Trump is saying because the simple fact of you weren't necessarily exposed, and then even that that's like conflicting stories. And so that's the other thing that people don't people like even like me and my mom were talking about that. Um, my mom was like, she's happy <laughs> that she's never been exposed to those type of things. Because she would never want anybody to be exposed to the things that she was exposed to like that. Yeah. Um, you know, she's she's happy for black people who can literally say, <clears throat> um, well, I was never exposed to that. I was never exposed to systematic racism. Well, that's great. And I and you know what, we're happy for you. But it's different for you to not be exposed to something and then for you to say something doesn't exist altogether. Yeah. And that's where, and that's where her her arguments kind of, kind of come to a fault because I'm just like, okay, so basically you're saying because you were never a slave, it's not a thing, right? Mm. And I'm just like, now, now I actually this period gay. Do you still think she's smart? Because that sounds really stupid. Of course, of course, it it she's smart when it comes to. It's she's smart when it comes to the simple fact of politics and how she states things. Does okay, she say nah, does she say nah. stupid things? Yes, because now nah, here's the here's the thing with that. I mean, we've been hearing this growing up. She got book smarts. Yeah, that's I would not, never. I, I can't not, say that she's smart. Down. I can't. That's not, that's not. That's not always the best thing to right you know so it's like so it's like yeah like i was saying before you have all this schooling and it's made you a fool in the respect of you still can't fully grasp or understand what's happening to people that look like you in your community right that is sad because yeah i'm I'm listening to you no no go ahead no i was saying just for the sheer fact of she's never experienced it well well, dang! I've never, uh, I've never experienced engine failure, but I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, I was literally all listening to things that she was saying. It was kind of like, you know, when people really sit there and you dig deep, and it's like black people out here voting Democratic because they're supposed to be helping them, but when you really do your research and you look back, Democrats haven't done anything for you. Here's the thing: that's the truth. <clears throat> But everybody knows that they just but vote that, But that's what she's saying, though. It's like when you really sit there and look at it, you're you're sitting here, you're you're voting into 
oh, they said that they're going to do this, this, and this for Black people. What have they done for you? And everybody just kept going back to, oh, well, they're going to give us reparations. Not even that. Not even, like, and I get that. That's stupid. But let's let's keep it 100. Let's let's keep it 100 right now. Because if we look at, because I saw the... Candace Owens. I mean, Candace Owens, granted, she, she not have been brought up the way we were brought up, but she had her own dramatic experience. I have seen rip another person a new one and during during C-SPAN when this person kind of like manipulated her words in a sense where she was like, oh, okay. And she did it so eloquently that I was like, oh, okay. So here's the thing about Candace Owens. She's an intelligent woman. We will never take that away from her. She, she did what she had to do to make it through college. We will never take that away from her. But at the end of the day, when the Republican Party needs a spokesperson to talk to the Black and the Afro-Latino community, they always go to Candace Owens. Candace Owens is always the one to talk about certain things. There's certain things that I listen to, and I'm like, okay, she has a valid point. The 18-minute spiel that she had during, during Facebook, when she said, the minute she said that we should listen to the police, that's when I was like, okay, clearly you don't live in the same reality I do. Yeah. So I, I cut that off within three minutes. Okay, that's the first thing. Second of all, during during the T.I. Killer Mike and Candace Owen, Candace Owen, when she was able to talk, when she was able to talk, she threw out some valid points. And But at the end of the day, she's so deep into the system because Killer Mike says something towards the end of when T.I. and Candace Owen was arguing back and forth, T.I.'s basic, uh, Killer Mike said, so basically we're, we're, we're arguing who has the better slave mm-hmm. now. Because at the end exactly. of the day, let's keep, because, at, because at the end of the day, let's keep it 100. Regar- regardless if we're Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative, it doesn't really matter because this is the corporate United States of America. This is not the United States of America. If, you, if you're a major corporation and if you have the money to buy a politician, guess what? You're going to get your results. The biggest politician, that, the biggest corporate guy that we have right now is Donald Trump. You think Donald Trump even cares about medium to small size businesses? No. He, only care, he doesn't care if those medium to small size businesses are white, black, or Latino. He does not care. He, he, he said, he said I, think, I think Austin said this, he, he called the Lakers a small size business. He gave fundings to the Lakers. <clears throat> he gave fundings to the airport companies. He gave, fund, he gave funding to Fortune 500 companies that we, the people, have to pay back the, that debt. Because when we started going back to work, guess what? They said, oh, uh, you owe us $3,000. What do you mean? I, I wasn't working for, for two months. Well, that's not my problem. Okay, so you're going to screw America even though, what? And then some of us <clears> haven't re- some of us haven't even received our first stimulus check, and they're already talking about Facts. a second one? What's up, what's Get up? out of here. Can we, let, let's not talk about any financial like, anything. <clears throat> Thanks. Okay? Here's, okay. Here's, here's <laughs> my problem with the whole here's my problem with the whole Donald Trump thing, right? Let's be completely honest. Everybody voters for this guy because I'm talking about I've talked to a bunch of people like you know especially when I was in school this election was coming around and um I knew a lot of you know Latino and a lot of people of color that were just like yeah we're gonna vote for him yeah he's a businessman this is what the country needs mm-hmm. and I'm like is he really though because how many times has he filed bankruptcy 
<laughs> like you know, I you know, eleven times, uh, six times. I don't, I you know, but I know I may not be fan. the most well versed in um business because you know I don't like I have a really small one and um it's not even an LLC yet, but that's coming. Don't worry, twenty twenty <laughs> towards the end. Um, you know, but at the same time, um, I don't think filing bankruptcy is good. Well, so uh, to, yeah. to address that. I uh, actually sat here and I read uh, Grant Cardone's book yesterday, 10X, right? And he pointed out that people that file bankruptcy, i.e. people with money, so Donald Trump, him, and everybody else, they're not filing bankruptcy because they're broke. They're filing bankruptcy because I'm going to borrow from the bank and I'm going to take that money, do other things, and never really pay the money back. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Because, <laughs> because it, 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 on the, and, and see, here, here's the thing, though. That's where people get uh, misconstrued the fact that he's good for business mm-hmm. because as a consumer, doing that helps you and your business. Mm-hmm. But when you're the leader of a, comp- a country, if you're going to do that, you're basically borrowing from yourself. So it's like it, it kind of doesn't make any sense at that point anymore. So like when people kept saying, oh, yeah, you know, he's such a great business guy. I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's for who? Right. Like, 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 like what, what actual business tech, everything that he's ever done has failed. In a sense. <laughs> all he has is the Trump Towers. Yeah. <clears throat> not even all and, of them. And some, some, not even all of yeah, them. Yeah, Some of them, you know, so, so I'm thinking like, as people were saying that, and I was sitting there because I'm never, I'm never one to speak quickly without knowing what I'm talking about because ignorance, I hate, I don't like ignorance from, I was a young right. child. I do not like ignorance. It's probably one of the one of the it's probably one of the only things that makes me upset. And thinking about it, I was just like like I was re- like I'm telling you I'm talking I'm talking like people older than me, these guys who have businesses and I'm just like if you file bankruptcy, that stays on your record for 11 years and if you're a small business with a bankruptcy on your record, you probably will never be a business again. Mm-hmm. Let's just be let's just be straight up with that. So for somebody to say he's a great businessman and every business that he has has failed at one point and another, oh, let's put this on the record. He's not a self-starter because he came into money, didn't he? Nope. I believe he, he didn't. Yeah, his um, his uh, his was one of the 49ers oh, where, not so, the football player but yeah so he's he's not a self so he's not a self starter yeah. he came into money mm-hmm. um yeah uh i just don't see where this guy's um everybody's like oh yeah this is a great guy he's a he's amazing for business i just don't see i just don't see that argument i and i never did and it's still today it eludes me because i'm just like wow like Maybe I'm missing something. Yeah. No. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. No. That Trump. Trump is a is a whole mess, and unfortunately, um, America is a whole mess. But my biggest beef is why is this man still in the White House? Right. Everything that's taking place and being a pedophile, him molesting women. And all Bill Clinton did was get his pee-pee sucked by a consensual you don't, you don't know, adult. You don't know why? Like, you don't know why he's still in the office? Like, I can tell you why he's still in but... I can tell you why. <laughs> we don't... At, at the end of the day, to, to be America honest with you, wants. at the end of the day, they I like really rapists. don't care. 
period. It's and it's it's not it's not, it's not even that. Even though Chris Nett is a very valid point, you know, um, it's not even that. It's the fact that he okay. You guys got to remember everything that Donald Trump is doing right now for the company. He's not doing it. Okay, yeah. I know the Republican Party wants to make it seem like he is um, rogue and AWOL and doing all these different things. Which yeah. don't get me wrong, some of the things that he is doing, he he is actually doing because like that's when they get mad at him and all this other stuff. But let's mm. let's keep it real. Donald Trump isn't a pol- isn't a politician. He's a quote unquote, as they call him, businessman. So who do you think is really pulling the strings on Donald Trump and all these things that he's passing through? Yeah. If you notice, if you notice some of the things that you don't hear about until they pass, those are things that the Republican Party never wanted Obama to pass, and they're repealing them now. That was the whole goal, because if they have somebody in office that doesn't actually know what they're doing, they can go, hey, this isn't a good thing. And they'll probably and he'll probably be like, yeah, 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 because he's a he's a Republican at heart. So this whole thing with the last um, LGBTQ. Um, so now when you go to the hospital, you have to be male or female. You can't be other anymore. What? So if you oh, you didn't hear about that, how they repealed the Obama era of uh, health care for LGBTQ <laughs> community. Oh wow. yeah, like I like I said, the things that slide into the mat are the things that they've been wanting to repeal ever since Obama was in office. Wow. Mm-hmm. So okay, wow. All right. Damn. That that sucks for a lot of people. And, oh yeah, because yeah. all these bob all these people who identify as bobcats out here now they can't <laughs> now they now they can't get any now they can't get any help and it's it's you know you know look. Of course, I'm a Christian, and I don't have to agree with everybody's life. But, bro, like, healthcare is healthcare, bro. Like, let, let the people let the people do their thing, you know? At For the real. end of the day, I can sit and talk with this bobcat. He's an actual person. I'm going to love him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, don't have to, I don't have to be over his house and be like, yo, what's going on, bobcat? How you doing, bro? Oh, you, you, you purring right now? What's good, bro? Yeah. No. But, like, yeah. if, you, if you're going to be that petty... And just be like, yeah, now these people can't get healthcare. Like, come on, now they're people. Yeah, no, that's that's that's. At the end of the at the end of the day, however they identify, they're still a person, and they function as a person. So their body, they they still gonna get cancer. They still like they're they're a person. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, and I wish everybody um everybody would actually think about stuff that way. Like, yo, at the end of the day, we all die. Y'all sitting here fighting for these things that. It's not putting no money in your pocket. At all. None, of, none of this movement, none of this crap. Like, you're still going to be in the same position, same predicament. Why are you putting your emotions into this? Bro, your goal should be live long, be there for a few kids, if you have kids, and keep it the hell moving. Um, there was also another news that came up. Did you guys hear about the, the white lady that went into Detroit and was running over black women? What? And, no. Yo, there was oh, no. there was a white lady that went is, into she went into a black Detroit neighborhood running over everybody. And this is where my problem comes in with people and smartphones nowadays. Who's that? Ultimate Karen? She's Bro, the boss? This is like Karen Karen 10.0 at this point because she Karen Susie Christy, like she all she all the white people right now. Like why is it that you are recording this? First of and all, not helping nobody, bro. She's in your uh-huh. hood, number one. Number two, I get that she's in the car, but guess what? She hit too many trees and had time to back out. So I'm gonna grab some, <laughs> bust her windows out, and drag her out of the car and whoop her yeah. ass. I, I, and that, that that is one of the problems I have with um, nowadays. Like, 
it's good that now we have cell phones. Not everything is being recorded, but like, like even on some of those recordings, you're like, hey, 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 somebody do something. Why don't you do something? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like what? That's the why are you why are you telling yeah. people to do so? Like, like it, it it it's crazy how people can't handle a phone and run over and do something at the same time. They've yes. been doing it on World Star for years. I mean, true. You know, like I. I and talking, nah, nah, and, go, talking about World Star, yeah, and talking about World Star, something hit um, close to home. So last Sunday, one of my old colleagues and best friend, Brandon, was with his um, boys, and they were riding their motorcycles and, and their sports car, and they stopped in a neighborhood. This, this happened in Virginia. And, you know, they, they stopped at a cul-de-sac minding their own business, take off the helmet to take a little bit of a break. And a white man came out with a full automatic machine gun mm-hmm. and pointed at them and was like, you're in private property. One of, luckily, one of Brandon's friends was like, look, I'm a federal officer. You put down your gun. You know, we're, 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 you're, we're not on proper mm-hmm. private property. Long story short, um, he's okay. Um, they called the police. The police came. The police saw both videos because the guy was also recording as well as Brandon. The police officer looked at the both videos and was like, "Get that fool! Okay. Arrest him now!" And here's the thing: so the guy's that, arrested. David, like you bring um, you, bro. You just oh yeah, yeah. But hold on, let me finish. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So so the guy was arrested. Um, he's been thrown in jail. But the thing is, when the guys got home. When the guys went home, Brendan told me, look, Camacho, I'm not even going to lie to you. I cried because I thought that was the end of my, I I thought I was not going to see my kids anymore. And he has three beautiful kids. Now, luckily, a week later, the the video got picked up by TMZ, got picked up from from the local news, got picked up from Worldstar. Um, Everybody picked up the video. And um, he actually met up with the police commissioner. A white person reached out to Brandon and said, hey, do you guys want to meet up to the police commissioner? And they're like, yeah, sure, we would love to. So the police commissioner came and he's like, look, we are prosecuting him at the full extent of the law. And um, we're sorry. Here's the thing about the state of Virginia, (laughs) which I love. In the state of Virginia, you cannot point your gun at somebody unless you are being threatened is, so let's say, for example, if somebody's pointing a gun at you, then you have the right to point a gun at another person and shoot the person. But and so now they might be looking now the guy may might be looking at federal uh, uh, prosecution because he pointed his gun at a federal agent, which, you know, which is a big no, no. But no, I spoke to him. Yo, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the video, he sent me the video. I cried. Because that's one of my closest and deepest friends. And um, I'm glad that our mutual friend wasn't there. His name is Kyle. Because if he was there, he's been through a lot. He would have bum-rushed the dude. Because he lost his son a year prior to, um, to like, a big uh, trap that happened. And they, 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 they assassinated the kid. And the kid was really talented. So I'm glad that I have both my brothers alive to enjoy Father's Day today. 
But no, it's a, it's a scary thing. But I'm glad the police did what they had to do and, and they prosecuted the guy for yeah. the full extent of the law. But no, like, um, what I was going to say is one of the things you said that you brought up is crazy. It's not like these... And, it, and you know what? I don't, I don't know anymore. Like, do these people really think that they're doing the right thing? Because like you said, there were two videos and the guy was recording as well. Why would you record if you knew you were going to jail? Because they don't care. Right. I don't... <laughs> I, I truly think that they just think they're gonna get away with it. Um, yeah. No, no, and that's what it is. That's what it is. I think he thought he was gonna get away with it, but Brandon, here's the funny thing: is Brandon had him. Brandon, when you look, because I posted it, I reposted it on Facebook. So if when you guys get a chance, take a look at it. But he he had him on an angle, and 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 he got him such in a good angle, and he was like. And the guy was like, the guy was like, call the police. Like, this yeah. guy was confident. He was like, call the police. And he was like, sir. And, and he said, and, and, and the thing is, he said, sir, I'm a federal agent. One of Brandon's friends was like, hey, I'm a federal agent. Put the gun down. And if you shoot me, and I, oh, you're and definitely going to be in trouble. Part, I think the only reason that guy got arrested is because he was a federal agent. Mm-hmm. That's it. Probably. But when he looked at both videos, they were like, okay, you know, yeah. so who knows at this point, but no, I'm just that. glad my brothers are alive That's... and I'm glad my brothers are home with, with their, with their family. So I'm, I'm that would have hit, Yo, that would have hit so real close Two more home. things in, in the, in the aspect of news. Did y'all hear about the black girl queen, the one that was raped by the black dude in, I think, Tallahassee, uh-huh. um, she was killed. Uh, that's that's like a super super like crazy situation because I was reading up more on the matter and it's like she's 19 she was living in a church um, I guess the guy offered her somewhere to stay end up raping her she she sent out the tweet saying that you know she was molested and the next day she ended up missing now uh, her family went ahead set up a GoFundMe and apparently asking for I think like 20 stacks or something like that and everybody yeah for for the funeral and for everything else but now the friends are actually reporting the family because the brother used to victimize her and Mm. yeah and apparently the mom you know never really was supportive of her and kicked her out and everything else but she was yeah like that makes perfect sense because like you said like she was living at a church and somebody else offered so it's technically yeah. their fault. Why was she at home? Well, remember, <laughs> the brother was doing it to her and then this black guy raped mm. her. So it's kind of like that's why she was in the situation that she was in. So at 19, she done lost her life over some craziness. But the, the question now is no one, or rather the, the, the thing now is nobody knows who killed her. And that, right. that's, yeah, that, that's where that bigger issue is right now. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen an influx of black people getting hung. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, insane. Yes, that's like, bro, that's so crazy to me. Like, I bro, don't that's understand. Why, that's why after a certain time of night, I don't even, I don't even leave my house no more. Bro, they shot up a lady yesterday. I think in uh, Tulsa, I think in downtown Tulsa. Um, mm-hmm. they they shot her, and at, yeah, it wasn't a hanging, but it's kind of like you're still trying to prove a point, and I don't. Personally, I just feel like all this is going back to this whole protest and everything that they got going on. It's kind of like y'all are going to continue to protest. The cops are going to continue to do what they do and more black people are going to come up dead. 
Mm-hmm. No, yeah. That that's and literally how I see this going. Like y'all, it, y'all think y'all helping people, and y'all really not. I was mm-hmm. saying, and I was telling my mom like yesterday. I was telling her I was like, man, it's sad because you know I like to run. So after work one day, I went for a run. You know, it was still sunny outside, but it's just sad that I can't just go run and I have to run with my gun. Like yeah. the fact that I I have to <laughs> purposely add weight to myself just to make sure that I can make it through my run. Like, why Why am I... Why, I shouldn't even okay. be thinking about things like that, man. That's mm. Yeah, no. It, and it's so crazy because, you know, it's like when you follow these things, they're like, yeah, you know, it's the white supremacist that's in the police that's killing these people. And it's sad, but then it's kind of like, guys, you know, y- you have one or two two things that's going to happen. It's either more black people are going to are going to continue to die or you guys need to move a little bit faster and pushing your agenda and pushing, you know, the aspect of police brutality and all these other things that's taking place to mm-hmm. actually help stop the amount of people that's dying. Yeah. Cuz it's, it's it's moving yeah. it's moving a little fast. Yeah. Yeah, a, a little bit, bro. I think there's all there's like but you 10 also or 15 gotta, people but that's you also dead. Gotta, mm. And it's funny that even and let's not forget and then, and let's not forget and let's not forget about the the African sister that was hung oh, in South Africa. When she what? Was... When was this? Oh no, no no no! You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot her name. There was an African African woman in South Africa that was hung and she was pregnant. Wow. So you didn't take away you, you didn't take away one life, you took away two. So I don't care what people say. Woman starts feeling the kick in that baby, that baby's alive. Wow. So you killed two individuals. So you, you did a two for one special. You know what I'm saying? But then I also read in an article where where there's different like I was looking at um I don't know why it popped in my head to research this, but in other countries, you have to go to college mm-hmm. to become a police officer. You have to go through extensive training yeah. to become a police officer. And these guys are out here within how many weeks? I have weeks, no clue, Austin? but I mean, like, I mean, like when you go into the military, it's, um, it's like 14 weeks of basic training. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's countries out there, and, and when you look at when you look at the the death rate on those countries is a lot less than here. What I am going to say, I'm really upset with Fran- with France right now because France, something happened where I, I, I don't know the details, but this cop was pushing this black woman and she wanted, it was in the subway system, somebody recorded it, and he basically grabbed her and slammed her to the floor. Little do they know, this woman mm-hmm. that they slammed to the floor she was pregnant. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. She was pregnant. So, you know, granted, I don't know the full details, but with the video that I did see, I was like, really, people? Really? When, when is enough is enough? Because at the end of the day, everybody that's, a, that, that's all pro the, the, the Black Life Movement, the Black Life Matter Corporation, because at the end of the day, it's a corporation. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all need to y'all need to work a little faster. But at the end of the day, like you said something earlier, PG, you know, 
if it's not making you any money, but guess what? It's making yeah. somebody money. George and Tifa, Hillary Clinton, any everybody because... that already has money is making money. All all these people out here that's repping Black Lives exactly. Matter, you're not making nothing off of it. And it's so sad to see people like Tariq, uh, you know, the, the guy that's doing the Black Lives Movement on Twitter. And it's like, yo, he he's so contradictory, it's crazy. Like I'm I was looking mm-hmm. at his tweets and it's like it's disgusting. Like he's sitting here, he's he's basically separating you know, Hispanics from Blacks, because he had a post where uh, you could tell that the guy's a light-skinned Hispanic, but supposedly the story is um, he he put white Hispanic kill Black transgender uh, person, and the guy underneath had to comment and was like, bro, I'm confused. Where's the division? Because aren't all Hispanics Black? Mm. And exactly. here it is. Yeah, here it is. So exactly. certain things I honestly I just don't follow because it's like they are building divide within our own freaking community and mm-hmm. they don't care. And people are running along with this shit. And it's like, yo, yes, there's colorism, yes, there's all these things, but the people that you're looking up to are also the people that's pushing this motive faster than anything else. And these sheeps don't even see it. Yeah, they're just creating more division. They're creating more anger towards people that, to be honest, don't even really matter right now. It's crazy, man. Like, I had to explain it to my, my parents. Like, um, I had to explain it to my mom. I had to explain the Black Lives Matter movement to my mom. You know, she tried to come with me with the facts, which she was right. She was like, you know, a lady started it. Yeah, she started it back in what? what when did Trayvon Martin get killed? 2013. Yeah, yeah, she started it back then. She ain't running the show no more. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it, it's what and, it's three and, of them, <laughs> three you know lesbians. You know, you know what I'm saying. She ain't running the show no more. It, it's more than that now. And I, I had to explain it to her. And she and at the end of the conversation, thankfully, she was like, you know, you know what I can, I can see, I see what you're talking about. And even um, you know, my stepdad, he's in the guard. And um, even my stepdad's like, what y'all expect? Of course they're gonna write. Shoot, I want to write. Like <laughs> I'm just like, wow, yeah. Because he's like, you got to think about it. Like, you've got people that have been oppressed for so long. These things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These things are going to happen. Like, like and what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Like, you can't be surprised. But, you know, I had to explain to him how that separation is being drawn, especially, you know, like when we were talking to Miley um, with um, with police and being pulled over. And, you know, you've got, you've got you know, Afro-Latinos out here just being called straight up black. Which technically, at the end of the day, everybody is black because yeah. of where we come from. I mean, like our skin color, everybody is Afro. People, I had to explain that to my mom too, and she was like, "No, but I was like, yeah, yeah, don't call me no, <laughs> don't, don't, don't call me no, no shade." First of all, black's not even a color. Let's yeah. get that out of the books. It's a shade. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a contrast. Mm. It is a contrast. Just goes to show how much more. And, 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 and... go ahead, Austin. Finish. No, I was gonna say it just shows how much more we don't understand the the um the mental oppression that's being posted on us because now we've taken something that is is con- they they exactly. say it's a color okay they made a crayon that's cool but let's let's be real it's a literal shade. This um, you mix a you, crayon right. You 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 mix a you mix a bunch of you, you know okay yellow you know what I'm saying you mix two colors you get yellow. You, to get black, you just got to mix a whole bunch of dark colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's there's no finesse to it. It's a shade. But here's 
But here's the funny thing is PG, PG posted something that really pissed me off. PG posted something on Facebook where it says where a bunch of Latinos was like, brown lives matter too. And I was like, I'm not brown, I'm Afro-Latino. Yeah. Like, well, like stop. The, the, really, but stop. do you know why I posted People, that? Stop. Because... Like no no like, but like if you it, look at the hashtags that they use no no I know at I know the what end, they put Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Still Matter and to me it was such an oxymoron because when you look at them they don't look black but here it is you have people that's representing what your quote unquote movement and culture and you're shunning them because they don't look like you yeah it's crazy man it's so it's so crazy on how that happened yeah but PG it also goes back it also goes back to the posting. It also goes back to the posting of what you posted, I want to say, three weeks ago when I said, when I said all Latinos and black is not, black does not define a race. Mm -hmm. It's a color. Yeah. Period. It's, black is not, black should not, not be defining a race, period. And the fact that we, we Afro-Latinos are now accepting this, this, Something, I'm like, yo, stop yeah, it, there's... stop it, because I even heard it on CNN. I even heard it on CNN, Fox News, all these other thing on YouTube where they're saying, what? oh, the blacks and browns. Yeah, there's a there's I'm a sorry, lot what? of like like separation being created that you know, oh, of course, and they're doing it on they have purpose to do it because if they don't do it, then we'll actually get somewhere in this whole thing. Oh yeah, you know. And, you know, like, like I was saying, I had to explain to my stepdad about the fact of cops are targeting other races, other races, or should I say other ethnicities, mm-hmm. calling them black mm-hmm. so that they, in return, don't like black people because, oh, I'm getting beat up for something that I'm mm-hmm. not because of this other person. And, you know, it took, it took him a couple of times, but he got it eventually. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't understand it because it's very confusing. They're like, what? I'm like, yes. If you beat somebody up and call them somebody else, they'll remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because now they're going to try their hardest not to be what you beat up. Yep. They don't want any part of it. Exactly. They don't want any part of it. They, they don't want to even. They don't want... That's, that, that's why there are so many, <laughs> like our, 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 our cousin's uh, uh, girlfriend's parents. <laughs> <laughs> They don't like black people, and they're black, <laughs> and they they darker than me. <laughs> Her dad darker than me. <laughs> wow, yo. yo. So I mean, like it's out here. It's uh, we're not just talking. We're not just talking. You know, like I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Like they the darkest people, but they don't like black people. Mm. It's yo. It's let sad. me yo. Let me tell. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, let me There's tell you, let me within tell you our own community, don't which care is about hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about accent. You might just be shot before you open your mouth, so we'd never know. Right. So y'all can y'all can keep trying to be different. Yep. Y'all gonna have to go use the cake soap like Vice Cartel and bleach your skin because at that <laughs> point, and I mean, like, here's the other thing to it. Even at that point, black people have black people and people of color have certain features that even if you lighten your skin, you still. Mm-hmm. You know, Black. <laughs> Facts. Like. Yep. 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 I don't know. I just. I just need everybody to get it together and just stop this race war of color because at the end of the day, we all gonna die. 
that's the only thing that's prominent in your life mm-hmm. whether you're black white hispanic brown whatever you want to refer to yourself as we all gonna die so while you're out here fighting for petty stuff make sure it's putting money in your account while you putting energy into black lives matter while they're out here getting rich off of your frustration and your sorrows make sure it's putting money into your account like just you know think about the things that, that y'all out here doing before you go doing the most and cops are i i have a feeling cops are just gonna be as nasty as they can like austin said because hey at this point in time they have absolutely nothing to lose and once you mm-hmm. don't look white you're getting your ass beat period like they because now it's yeah, you guys sat here and started a movement for Black Lives Matter. All right, bet. Now we're going to be everybody that look a, look a certain color. Yo. So now they just they just invalidated your whole entire movement because with that one move. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a game of chess and unfortunately, Yo. hopefully they hopefully they don't win, but how it's looking right now, the amount of people that's dying on a regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, but before we move on, I actually have a crazy story. You know, I'm on LinkedIn all the time, and um, the D- uh, Detroit, I think he's like a senator now. Um, he basically told his story about how he was racially profiled coming up in his life, and it's yeah. a crazy story because he got to the point where he was racially profiled as the police chief by one of his own officers. What? And yeah, so basically, when he was younger, he was just walking home, and he basically got beat up by police just to get beat up and they told him to go go home. Um, when he was a boot, you know, just doing patrol, apparently some of the officers literally pulled him over and tried to kill him. He had to jump back in his car and drive away. Oh, wow. In uniform. He was mm. in uniform and they were in uniform. Wow. So when he became the police chief, one of his own officers stopped him, didn't even come to the car yet. They just didn't even, like, look him in his face yet. They just came to the car, asked him, asked him, for his um, uh, uh, uh license, yeah, yeah, credentials and license and stuff. And when they found out who he who he was off of his driver's license, they were like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And he was like, "Why'd you stop me?" He mm. was like, "No, I thought I, he's like I thought the car was stolen." He was like, "Yeah, that guy was reprimanded because he didn't he didn't think the car was stolen." Wow. He was like, "Yo, even as the police chief, I was still getting profiled," and it was in Detroit. Mm. Wow. Mm. That, that guy. That's that's sad. That's honestly sad. Like, Very. especially for him to be somebody so high profile. Like, you know who he is. And if you took time to run the tag, you know who he is. Like, don't don't play with the man. But I don't know. We we gonna go hop on to this. Um. Oh, quick facts. Did y'all know that Elvis Presley only won three Grammys in all his lifetime? Yeah. Good. <laughs> like. <laughs> I was like, wait. Uh, yeah, everybody's sitting here rocking Elvis, but this man only won three Grammys. Like, stop doing with me. First of all, those Grammys aren't even his. Most of his songs he stole from black people. Well, yeah, that, that too. My, Miley actually had brought that to my attention. That like, bro, like, like verbatim, like, like, like word for word, sped the, sped the beat up to fit him, but like. Wow. Jesus. Oh, Poor, poor, poor people, bro. Poor people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I found that very interesting that um, Elvis is not all he's cracked up to be. At bro, all. just like, no, just sure. like, let, let's go, let's go over to like the the nerd realm. Darth Vader, bro. He yeah. had like three scenes in two movies, and everybody's like on this man. <laughs> 
when I finally, <laughs> when I finally, no, like when I finally watched all of them, I was like, oh, he's about to, have, he's about to do. No, he didn't do anything. <laughs> it made it made me upset because I was anticipating uh... this this force of darkness. Yeah, but I think and... he said, "I'm your father." I think that's his hit line, bro. I know, but people, yes, but like in every game, know. he's like in every game, he's like the strongest, the most prominent. But like, I didn't even know he was strong because like he yeah. probably like he probably like ho- haul up two people by them shirt and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> like he ain't, he ain't had nothing else popping. Yeah, no, Darth, nah. Darth Vader might be on the list. Like he he might be on the list of WTFs. Like why are you why are you strong again? Still from black people. And that'll be a complete oxy, being that he's all black. Um, <laughs> and the, and his and the guy who plays his voice is black. <laughs> oh, word. Maybe maybe they Earl's yeah. The guy who plays Mufasa is um Darth Vader. Darth Vader's no voice. Yes. Yeah, but but here's the funny thing is though he never once wore the costume. Yeah, it was wow. always a white guy. So maybe they yeah, but, were stealing from black people. So oh, so there was, was a so there was a white that. guy so there was a white guy who wore the actual Darth Vader costume, but uh Oral Jones was actually the one that did the voiceover. So wow. he had so he got paid and he uh-huh. didn't even have to wear that monstrosity costume. I ain't even so mad he, at him. He got paid he, just for having a deep voice. Look, yep. bro, he press he he's the precedent that allowed Vin Diesel to say I am Groot and get paid millions of dollars. Exactly. <laughs> nice. right, I'm down for it. I'm dead. All right, so we're going to hop into our topic. Our topic for today, I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people are going to be able to agree, disagree, feel indifferent to it. Um, You know, I, I don't know. I, I had somebody hit me up, and their question was kind of like, damn, how do you even answer this? Uh-huh. I, I, can, I can tell you how to answer it because... My mom went through it with our family. When I told her the topic, she started laughing. Oh, really? I told her I, told her I was going to set it on fire. And she started laughing. Yo, so the topic is how do you, this is this is from one of our Twitter um our Twitter followers. So the question is how do you deal with your partner when they choose family members or their mother over you? And you know, from there we're going to go ahead and ad-lib into how the um can this behavior be changed or is it a mindset thing? Do you think it's normal? Do you think the person does this because they grew up solely with one parent? Like, you know, or let, let, let me know what y'all think. So I'll let you go first because I'm gonna No, no, no. I'm gonna that. let I'm no, you got you guys go ahead. You guys go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, well, how I feel about it is that if your relationship is strong enough then like that shouldn't be a factor like somebody choosing their family over you it wouldn't be a choice because your relationship is in a good place or is in a place where you guys have an understanding of each other and your family mm. that's high okay okay but i mean i mean that's tough i mean if you're with somebody for a long time, like y'all are in a year relationship and they've never met your family or they don't know, you know, what your family's about when they do, you know, like they have an issue and you have to make a choice, then you shouldn't be with that person. Like, I feel like that shouldn't even be a thing. So, okay. Okay. David? It depends. 
it really depends if you're dating you know hey you're dating if yeah, you know that, unless that's... unless unless you're thinking about marrying the person nah when you're dating you know oh i'm gonna call go to my dad i'm gonna talk to my mom about it you know yes it'll, it'll frustrate the boyfriend or girlfriend but at the end of the day you guys are dating you guys okay. are not husband wife period but if you are thinking about if you are thinking about marrying this woman you know um that's when everything changes i know from personal experience where um <clears throat> my first marriage i let it slide because you know she was a she had a big puerto rican family and everybody including the kitchen motherfucking sink knew about our business um, <laughs> the kitchen sink bro <laughs> the kitchen sink bro the kitchen sink knew about our business but but then when when i got into my second marriage my my wife tried to do the same thing my ex my second ex-wife and her dad are really close and um it got to a point where I was like, wait, what? And then one day I confronted her. I was like, look, you're not married to your father. You're married to me. Mm. So whatever, whatever mm. happens, whatever goes on with this family, it's my responsibility. It's not your father's responsibility. And she, and she That's said right. something to me. She said something to me like in regards to, but my dad has been there, done that. I don't give a damn. Your dad isn't, I'm not married to your, to your father. I'm married to yeah. you. You are my wife, period. Mm. Now, if you want to go back to your dad, go back to your dad, but I'll keep my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the problem, the problem that I, the problem that I have is, and to, I don't know who posted this question to you, PG, but if you have to talk to your, to your significant other early on in the relationship, you know okay. what I'm saying? Because the thing is this, if you let something slide while you're dating, trust me. It doesn't change when you get married. It rolls over when you get married. But you let me do it when we were dating. Mm -hmm. Woman, we were dating. This is husband and wife. Also, another thing. Family members are always going to want to put their input in what you can and cannot do in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Like like my my favorite concept was, my favorite quote was, yo, come on, you remember, happy wife, happy life. I, I used to I used to throw I used to throw at them. I was like, really? Where does it say that in the Bible? I'll wait. Where does it say that in the Bible? I'll wait. Oh, they all come out to. I'm like, nah. However, you dealt with your wife or your husband is different because people are gonna go. People are gonna tell their expertise based on their experience. Mm-hmm. Your experience in your marriage may not be the same experience in my marriage. Why? Because we're, because guess what? Even when you're raising a child, you could raise three kids the same exact way. And each child is going to be brought up differently based on their, their level of, their level of intelligence or how they perceive things of life. I could have a Christian, a PG and an Austin and all one of my kids, all my kids, could be intelligent, but one could be a troublemaker, one could be an engineer, and the other one could be the president of the United States. But guess what? I just taught him how to, I just, I just taught him three basic rules. So for you to say, well, you know what, you know, the way you need to conduct the marriage is da, 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 da. No, stop your role. Because first of all, her perspective of marriage is different from my perspective of marriage. So, yeah. and that's, a, and, and you're dealing with a whole, you're dealing with a whole new machine. So 
when you're dealing with with when marriage 3.0 that marriage 3.0 with being in a new marriage let us let us fall and 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 hurt ourselves because guess what we're going to learn from 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 those mistakes i'm going to learn okay my babe should do this my babe okay this is what bothers her but once again it goes right back when you're dating you already know the ins and outs of 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 your partner so when you go okay. into a relationship you're not looking at Oh, I didn't know that about her. Uh, how long you guys been married? I mean, dating? No. Uh, oh, we only we were only dating for six months before we got married. There's your problem. I tell everybody, don't get married until you have two years of boyfriend and girlfriend. At two least. years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Because you got to remember. Think, I think two years is kind of drastic. I, no, I no, it like isn't. That... And here's why. No, it isn't. And here's why. Because the first six, the first six months to a year is the honeymoon stage. After the after after the year, you have you know after the year, you guys move in together, right? Within that six months, within the six months after the year, now you're understanding the dynamic of the other person, and now you're you're saying whether or not you want to marry the person. Normally, yeah. and then within, and then the second half of the the second half of the second year, that's when you're going to propose, and that's when you're going to be like, okay, let's get married. So by year two, you're ready. Doing the wedding and the whole nine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'd call so it, that's why I'd I say call it two years. Two, I'd call it a two-year mindset. And here's why. Yeah. All right? Two-year mindset. Two-year mindsets pro- don't always have to be two years. And here's, here's why, why I say why. Um, and you're right. Because that first six months, you know, if everything is regular, you know, you guys aren't really spending all the time together. You guys are going on dates. You guys are hanging out. You know what I'm saying? You guys... You guys aren't living with each other. You guys aren't knowing each other. The the honeymoon stage will probably be drug, dragged out. Yeah. Um. As I can say, for me and my relationship, it started right around the beginning of the pandemic. So literally after I got together with my girl, I spent a series of four weeks with her. Yeah. All day, every day, apart from going to work. Yeah. And I okay, learned so you, you a, basically, you a did the, lot. You did the lesbian thing and you just, you hauled it all the way to like the fucking moon and back. So like I learned a lot so like my honeymoon stage probably lasted two weeks bro you didn't even have a honeymoon stage (laughs) like like it was like it was like like truthfully to be told we didn't even really go on a date all of our dates were in like either my room on like a towel because i was like yo i'm gonna make this date i cook food got it all set up got the like bro we didn't because we couldn't go anywhere because it was coronavirus bro It it was coronavirus so we couldn't get out we couldn't do any of that stuff like, so it was like I learned. I learned the hard way how dirty this person was. I learned the hard way. Um, I learned the hard way if they like to wash dishes or not. I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way if they'll if they'll be willing to help me. Unlike some people, we know. Um, <clears throat> um, you know. Um, like I told y'all about that story about the groceries. Like, like these things I learned because I spent probably too much time with this person yeah <laughs> uh, like in the beginning yeah but i'm yeah. glad i did because like now we're at a place where it's just like all right cool well i know how you like your like i know how you like your toilet paper i know how you like your eggs <laughs> in the morning i know mm. i know what you like to drink i know that if i'm out there you gonna come out there and wash the dishes i know that sometimes you need your space and i need to just go take a walk like mm. like i know those things so yeah. I feel like it's a two-year mindset because it can probably happen in less than a year if the circumstances are for it. But like in a regular dating sense, I I I I technically agree with with David, bro. Like, like 
I, I believe at the least you should at least be with this person for a whole year to know how they act in every single season. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think because I've always inserted yeah. myself in a way to where I'm not going to give you a year, two years of my life. You get what I'm saying? You're going to have a maybe two to six week period and maybe six months because you get a probational period it, before it be- you get the full benefits. Yo, because life is short. My time is valuable. And I'm not going to sit here and wait for you to know, hey, uh, so yeah, this is what it is. This is what it's not. Next. It's either yes or no, and let's keep it moving, and let's go ahead and like how Corona happened to you. I I need it to be Corona every time I date somebody new, because I don't want to feel like I've wasted my time investing in, in you as a person and getting to know you and then a year two years and it's like oh let's let's move in now no bruh cut all that out let's just go ahead get it over with let me see how you interact with everybody else let me see how you maneuver let me see how you do all these things because somebody else could be somebody else could be the next runner-up and that's what we just not gonna do um but austin we didn't get your take on this uh how to deal with your your partner choosing family or or you know the parents over you so it, it so here's the thing it depends like david said if you're dating um if you're dating and like like he said if you are planning on marrying this person it is different so if you're mm-hmm. just dating this person which means huh, for all the women who listen to this who are probably going to hate me after this podcast um <laughs> if you're dating somebody you you probably are dating multiple people you are mm-hmm. not sleeping with multiple people you are dating them mm. Um, if you are dating multiple people and you are going out on dates to see, you know, if you like this person or not, um, then like you, you don't really have a claim to them. But if we're talking about like you guys are in that in that like fiance stage to married and they're still running out at two in the morning to go deal with something that their mom wants them to deal with, i.e. i.e. I've experienced that with people that I know. Um, nah, that needs to be a, a whole conversation. That needs to be like, yo, um, we're together now. Yeah. Mm. Get off your mom's teeth and <laughs> um, be mine. Now, don't get me wrong. If your mother is dying or if your mother has a chronic um, issue, see, everything can be solved with a conversation. Okay. Hey, mm-hmm. babe, you know, my mom, she, um, she has cancer and she kind of living alone right now. We just got to pay more attention to her. Then you two work together. It's not just one person running out. You two work together to take care of the mom because Mm -hmm. the mom is not in a good space. Hey, my mom lives by herself and I'm worried about her. Sometimes I would like us to go check on her um, whenever we can. Then you two are working together. That is a conversation you both had. He's not just or he or she is not just running out in the middle of the night just to check on their mom and you don't know what's going on. Hey, babe, I'm going to go check on my mom. Um, The alarm went off at the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, let me come with you. Like those, like as a husband and wife or a spouse situation, you two are working together because you two are one unit now. That is mm-hmm. what is supposed to happen. But if they're just like, oh, my mom needs to go to the store. I'll be back. Mm. She can go take the bus. It's right down the street. Damn, bro. The bus, bro? Yeah. yeah. Bro, <laughs> what? I mean, like, it's right down the street. Go take the bus. Go take, go take the bus. Wow. And I'm only saying that now because that's kind of, certain that's person, kind of... the certain person I'm talking about is taking the bus now. So go take the bus. It's possible. 
Damn. <laughs> Christian is like, wow. So, so it's not it's not Crazy. like it's not like I'm coming from a point of like oh well ah the bus I no like literally like it's I, I see now that it's maybe a couple of years ago when they weren't taking the bus okay but no they're taking mm-hmm. the bus go on and take the bus <laughs> like it's possible so I'm not saying be harsh about it like if like what I experienced was the extreme in the regards of this person was leaving at odd hours of the night to go and tend to their mother which is crazy. But um no no, I'm in bed with my wife. We can do this in the morning. Yeah. Like at at that point you have to be a man about it because you're supposed to leave your mother and father and cleave to your wife. But if you're still on your mother and father, then what's the point of you having a spouse? You might as well just stay with your parents. Damn. That's a fact. Damn. Okay. So can do y'all think that this is a behavior or mindset that can be retrained? Mm-hmm. Yeah, retrained, changed. Like, you know, is yeah. it something that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because because some people don't even. Here's the thing: some people don't even know it's a problem. Mm. Yeah. Because because they've That's just true. been doing it so long. Like, let's say if you're like an only child, right? And you've always you it's just been you and your mom, and you're always taking care of your mom. Like, some people don't even know if it's a problem. It's a problem. Okay. Yeah. You know, so so sometimes you may have to go, hey, like I don't like this, and they'll be like, 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 come to them, like you're in it with them. Hey, I know we're doing this, but like I don't like this, blah blah. And and a a, a sensible person will go, you know what, you're right. Um, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna try to put some things in place so I'm not doing that, or I'm not going at these odd hours of the night, or things like that. So, yeah, of course it can be trained. I I, I believe that that some people are genuinely doing it. Because they just care for their their they just care for their their family. Do you do you think it's it's a do you think it's a selfish mindset? Um, from from what maybe. side though? From what maybe. side? Maybe it can be. From both sides, selfish mindset on both sides in the same. It can of, be okay. Because from from the side of the so like let's say like they don't know that they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you come at them from the side of the spouse that it's, that's not doing it and you just like blast them that's very selfish like you have to they're, they're, this is your spouse you two are supposed to be on the same team you cannot blast them you have to come at them with love because I mean like what's the point mm-hmm. you can't just be like oh why are you doing this blah 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 like, like calm down like you and this person are together hopefully for the rest of your lives like talk to them like they're a person and not, not your child right. like come at them correctly mm-hmm like you gotta you gotta come at people correct like and that's what i don't understand like yeah there are certain things that people do but like i'm glad that from now i'm training myself not to be upset at everything not to just be an upset person because like there are certain times where people get upset i'm just like we can talk about this why are you getting upset but it's also but i think i think it's also a level of manipulation too because i've seen and i was in i was in that boat myself where where luckily for me, I've always been a daddy's boy more than a mama's boy. So when I saw the level of stupidity happening with my mom, because I've seen it with my brother, where my brother will literally drop everything to be beside my mom. And I used to grab my brother aside and she's like, and I used to be like, yo, you know, she's playing you, right? No, 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 that's, that's our mom. That's our mom. I was like, Christian. You are a grown man. Why are you letting your mother? I'm like, hey, maybe you have that type of relationship where you're still sucking your mother's titty. 
But hey, go right ahead, knock yourself out. And my brother would be getting mad at me. He was like, yo, bro, don't be talking about our mom like that. I was like, nah. Remove, like, cut the, well, eventually David, you're going to have to cut the umbilical cord. David, have you ever what? asked him why he did what he did? Why he did oh. what he does for her? Oh, yeah. He's the baby. He's the baby of the family. And and he feels like he feels like that because I don't do what I... Okay, my relationship with my mom is not the best. I'll be the first one to admit it. But I think the reason why my brother does what he does is because he feels like, oh, I need to, I need to be that man to watch over mom. But here's the thing, though. There's times where I'd be seeing my mom doing certain things, and I'd be like, wow, you just, you really did that. So when I, was, when I moved down to Florida, you know, my mom was like, yo, son, you know, if you could give me a little cash, this, that, and the third... At the time, you know, I just I just left Philadelphia to come down here, and you know, as a, as a good son, I gave my mom money, you know, because I was staying with her, and I gave my mom money, you know, to help her out with with whatever she needed. Well, she ta- she was talking to my grandmother. She didn't know I was in the house, so she was talking to my grandmother, and she told my grandmother, "Oh yeah, David doesn't give me money. This, that, and the third. I'm like, okay, bet. So when she hung up the phone, she realized I was in the house and I, was, and I confronted her about it. I was like, I heard you told grandma that um, I don't give you money. I was like, no, I didn't mean it like that, you know, because if I wanted to do, if I wanted to spend extra money on a dress or on a gown or on something, you're not giving me money for that. The money that you're giving me is going towards my bills. And I was like, you know how to micromanage your own money. So why you need, so you know what? Let's stop right there. Before I blow this thing way out of proportion, I don't want you to lie to grandma anymore. So I want you to tell grandma the truth. I'm going to stop giving you money. Okay. Because being that you told grandma, I'm not giving you any more money. Let's, let, let's continue with that. And I adopted. it. And then my brother came in and Mr. Sabaho came in <laughs> and, and, uh, and started giving my mom money. But my brother, he doesn't give my mom money out of love. He gives my mom money out of obligation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like like for example, for me and my dad, my dad my dad is in a most horrible spot right now. He's in Venezuela. Anybody that knows the Venezuelan situation right now, it's not good. So anytime I talk to my dad, I say, Hey dad, do you need anything from me? Do you want me to send you food? Do you want me to send you money? You know what I'm saying? Do you need anything from me? It's like, no, nah, son, I'm good. My dad being a prideful Colombian that he is, I go to my sister. And I talk to my 15-year-old sister and I say, hey, sis, do you guys need anything? Nah, bro, we're good. Trust me. We're good. If we need anything, I'll be the first one to let you know. So a lot of times parents know that they're doing it because they just don't want to cut that umbilical cord because they they feel complete with their son. Mm. And my thing is this. You need to cut that umbilical cord. Sometimes it's the parents. Mm-hmm. So really, it really is. Sometimes and, and, it's the parents, and, and sometimes it's a conversation you need to have. Because I had to have that conversation with my mom, as as rough and tough as my mom is, I'm her only son. Exactly. And and it was to the point where, you know, like um, she was still like really, like even when I left to go to college and I was living on my own, I yeah. come I come back to the house and you know like, she'd be like, oh, you didn't tell me where you were going. I'm like, man, I've been leaving and going where I want for the past eight. Like, and I literally had to sit down and have a conversation with her. Look, I love you, but I will finish college with or without you. Wow. Like, I literally, I said that to her. I literally had to. 
And I guess that's when she had the realization of this is a, and, and now me and my mom have the best relationship. Everybody she talked to, no, nah, man, that's how growing man, he's doing his own. Yeah. I, like, and, and here's the thing. You can't go back. Cause you got some people yeah, exactly. that, that, that want to be, that want to be big chest when they're not ready to, or, or they want to be big chest and they don't want to do what they want to do. And then they try to go back. Oh, because they, they failed or whatever. No, nah, man. Uh, six, uh, a year ago, a year ago, this month when I left my apartment, um, it's been over a year now. Cause I left it in the first week of June when I left my apartment and I didn't have anywhere else to go. I tried to go back to the house and I didn't like the way my mom had spoke to me and I left and she called me and she fussed and she was like, Hey, how are you just going to leave? I was like, don't worry. I'll figure it out. But it's also, but, but it's also boils down to what is your nationality? Like in the Latino community, Latinos are very close. You know, they like, I could tell you firsthand and PG probably knows this because she's traveled to Colombia and she's seen it firsthand where there's certain individuals or a lot of times people in South America or in Colombia, Venezuela, I can't talk about the other countries, but in like in Colombia, Venezuela, they go through college, but they still live at home. Gosh, but yeah. the parents already separated the fact that, okay, he's a grown adult. Like my ex-girlfriend, she lived at home. Her dad paid for her tuition. You know what I'm saying? And she went to college full time because her dad was like, hey, I don't want you to work. I and want you to focus yeah. primarily that's on how school. That's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Which, which it was great. And then when she when she got old enough, and I, and I've seen cousins where you know they have a full blown career, and they're still living from home. They're still living at home because they want to give back to their parents that helped them in college until they're able to move out and get their own place and whatever. So it really, not to knock everybody. But it really yeah. boils down to your nationality. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, as a parent, you have to cut the umbilical cord. And as a child, you have to sit down with your mother or with your father or whatever and say, hey, mom, I love you. But you know I'm going off to college, right? Technically, and, at the age of 18, I'm and, an adult. And, I'm going to do things. Don't, don't worry. At the end, of, if, if I have something that I, don't con- that I don't understand and don't comprehend, I'm always going to go back to you. Yeah, of please. course. Let me fall and that's, so I could get up and wipe myself off. That's one of the problems that I've actually had with a couple of people in certain groups that I'm in. Like, um, oh, okay. they, 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 can't, they, they can't do anything on the weekends because, like, I literally had one girl tell me that the reason why she's not able to, like, go to the events on the weekends is because she has to go home because that, that was the the – um, what do you call it? That was the agreement that her and her parents had. If she gets to live okay. on campus, she has to go home every weekend. Oh, what? wow. Then what's the point of her being on campus? Exactly. Well, well, I guess I figured throughout the week she could do all the things that, that she has to do. And then, you know, and I, I think it would, um, I think I would also put that dependent on the situation. Also, in the aspect of you, we don't know what these people went through as to why they have so many rules and regulations. Plus, you don't know if the the, the kids are thought. So and most of the time, most of, and, and I I can gratefully say that this kid is not. Um, yeah, it's just or the may, fact maybe of maybe they're just overprotective, or yeah, maybe and, they're and you know controlling that's, that's, it. So it's it's because of their own guilt, and this is what I keep trying to tell people. 
that don't get it. Most of the time, the reason your parents are so strict on you is because your parents weren't worth a damn when they were your age. Mm-hmm. Or you've also done something, some things along the line that loses their trust. So it goes hand in hand to where it'd probably be both of them. Because when we really think about it, not everybody is squeaky clean. And it sucks that some peer, that some parents are overbearing with it. Um but it it's literally it, it it sucks that you can't have a conversation with your significant other about the relationship with your mom and it's not perceived in a better light or to where the both of you can't work together to actually help your parent but I, yeah I'm sorry I can't date somebody that your family and your parents come first only because at the end of the day, like everybody, like, the, you know, all you guys said, it, it's our relationship. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, I get what your mother and your father is saying, but, or. And, and when you get to that point, right. Of like, Hey, we're, we're actually in this, we're going to get married. There are certain things you should be able to say with love now. See, that's where people really leave it out. Like you can't just be talking to, just because you're about to marry them, you can't just be just be talking to them all, all wild, bro. You still got to be respectful. But you you have to be able to to bring things up to your significant other also about their parents that may not be in their best interest. Yeah. Or things that they might be doing that you're just like, whoa, calm that down. Like, I dated a girl that the way she spoke to her mom when she was upset, I was like. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. I've experienced some of those, and you know, you know the black kid, um, where I don't know if you guys have seen the meme with the little fat black boy. Yes, with, shirt. with the with the cup, and he's Yo. just like, bro, that was me. The and like, it's so crazy because like I'm always, I always like, I always went to their house because like, like I hung out with them a lot, and then when her and her mom would fight, and her mom just like, who are you talking to? And I'm just, and I'm just in the corner like, <laughs> who is she talking to? <laughs> like. Like, there's just certain things, like, no matter what me and my mom had went through, I've never talked to my mom disrespectfully. Like, and just to see people just do it, I'm just like, yo. You're brave. This is crazy right here. Like, and then, what, but what, I'm, what I'm bringing up is, if you can't go to your partner and go, yo, you were wrong. Oh, you taking it from my mom? Nah, you, you were really just wrong. Like, like, there was nothing that you said that was said respectfully, and, and I'm sorry, but you need to go apologize. <laughs> like oh my God. if they don't take that well, you think they're gonna respect you? Yep, it's time to let them go. Yep, facts. Goodbye. Facts. You know, I I can't. If you're like I tell everybody that I date, your mother, your father, and your you, you as David said, the kitchen sink want to have an input on our relationship. We got bills. Exactly. So, <laughs> you want to come and you want to throw um. You want to throw your two cents in the mix? It is well appreciated. I hear you, but make sure y'all ready to pay bills. And just, because... make sure, just make sure you're ready on the first of every month because, you know, rent can be offset by a couple hundred dollars. Again, like, I, in no pressure, no nothing. It's just a simple fact of I need you to use your common sense to know that if you're going to input on something that is bigger than you, and bigger than what you're used to, then you need to start paying. And a lot of people I notice, you know, they would add their two cents to people's relationships. And I don't think they notice the the drastic difference of the times. 
to where it's like that shit was probably cool back then but now this is a day and age that we're in like i need you to adapt so yeah this happy wife happy life stuff i've never really necessarily cared for it um i think it's a cop-out and i think it's it's i feel like it's been it's been taken no here's the thing it's been taken out of the wrong context because your ultimate goal in your relationship should be to keep each other you uh, you each should have your own happiness and your own joy but okay. you should add to each other's happiness and joy that is what you, you are there to add that you should not be that person's happiness or joy you are mm-hmm. there to add so so happy wife happy life has been taken way out of context in a controlling matter the way you should use happy wife happy life if your wife is upset that you are doing something you sit down you talk to her you guys get to the bottom of it you make sure that she is happy again. You are not doing things. Amen. You are not doing things to make her happy. You are not yielding to her to make her happy. Happy wife, happy life means, oh, you know what? My wife is upset. And because she is my wife, let me figure out why she is upset. And let me see if I can help with it. Oh, you mm. need to, you, this, this is something that you feel strongly about. Let's talk about it. How can we make it better? How can I make sure that my wife is happy? Because she will leave you. I happy wife happy life isn't obsolete it's just used wrong and it, it it's from both sides some waste men just be giving their wife anything they want and then she gonna leave you anyway because you ain't got no backbone and then from the other side of it you've got these women who oh happy wife happy life and then they sit there and disrespect you and just want to get whatever they want now nah, you can go no 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 it's fine you can go so happy wife happy happy life is a thing Okay. Yeah. It is a thing. It's just it's just it's just out of context in our society. Here's the thing about here's the thing about happy wife, happy life. Guess what? If you're not happy when you were single, what makes you think being married? Mm. Like like, like I but like but like I said, you all should have your own happiness yep. and your dishappiness should come from situations that you are going through. If your wife is stressed out for something, that means she's not happy. Figure out why she's stressed out because you are the man and help her with it. If she hasn't, because, you know, sometimes, sometimes even when you get married, it takes a while for some people to get through things. Maybe she's used to dealing with that on her own and she's not, she's not comfortable enough bringing that up to you because maybe you, she might think you might find her less than perfect or something like that. No, that's when you go to her and you console her and go, baby, it's okay. It's all good. Let me help you out. Now your wife is happy because now she can trust you. Happy wife, happy life. Yes. But flip side, you helping your wife should make you happy. Mm Mm-hmm. But That's also how at the end of the day, be. but also at the end of the day, it boils down to communication. Yeah, and a lot I mean, of a lot of these marriages, let's keep it one hundred. Communication is trash. Let's keep it one hundred. That's yeah. that's that's just straight up in the facts. Like I've had so much more like better results in my current relationship just from the communication alone. Yeah, and just from, it, just, just it, from talking. You yeah, and you you people have to understand like even when you say communicate, it's not it it's not even so much the fact of like Austin said, it's not like you can't help your mom or you can't help a family member. It's a we gonna do it in a certain time frame. <laughs> number exactly. one, number two, my time is my time. So again, they want to cut into it. Let's pay some bills. Number three, if everybody isn't cool in the aspects of you know maybe maybe the family don't like you that's not that's not your business because you're not there to date the family mm-hmm. but there's people that will sit there and they will continue to date you while their family disrespects you 
<laughs> don't do that because that that's that you're liable for a whole ass whooping and it's not even it, it's not even to say that you know you're angry or you're this or you're that but it it comes down to it it comes down to a level of respect and it goes from you know yeah they might not like you because of whatever reason color creed what Anything that they find that they don't like, they they just don't like it. But I'm going to need you to stand up for me and say, hey, this is the person that I'm dating. Chill. Talk exactly. talk whatever trash you want to talk, but not when this person's around. However, if I hear about it, just know we, we're about to have some problems. Mm-hmm. Like you this, have like, to. You you have to you have to let your family know what it is because then they will stop to they will they won't start re- they they will not respect you in the respect also if you can't oh yeah yeah like you have to stand up for what you want and what you believe in especially like if your family just doesn't like this person just because like if your family just doesn't like this person and they may be a really good person and they may be good for you. And if your family just doesn't like this person, now you need to stand up for that person because your family will disrespect both of you to your faces. Oh yeah. Um, so right, it's down. it's twofold, man. You, you, and, you... and I think at that point, I'm whooping you and your family members' ass. I don't yeah, fight. Oh, but yeah, yeah. All y'all, all y'all, get all y'all getting your ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because like... you you thought it was okay for them to do this, which is exactly. why they keep and you doing didn't it. Say nothing? But here's the funny thing about all that. I remember when when I moved to Philadelphia with with my second wife. I was talking to my mom on the train station and I got off the train and my mom said something very disrespectful about Elise. And I was like, you know what, mom? I'm done with you. Don't call me. Don't write to me. Don't do anything. I didn't talk to my mother for a month and a half. She tried to call me. Everything happened. My uncle, which my uncle doesn't call me for shit. My uncle hit me up. He lives in South America. He's like, yo, you need to talk to your mom. I'm like, no. She disrespected my wife. I'm not going to allow that. Period. Hung up. My grandmother called my mom and says, look, let him live his life. He's a grown man. He has a child. Stop being controlling. You continue, con- you continue to control him. You're going to lose him as a son. My mom was like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. And so what ended up happening, did we lose everybody? We lost everybody. So what ended up happening was she, my grandmother called me and said, son, call your mom. I already talked to her. It is what it is. I took care of the issue. Let's move forward. I was like, okay, call my mom. We built our relationship back up again at that time. And you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you're going to have a relationship, regardless of what was taking place your family should not have the ultimate say in anything that takes place because you're not the one that has I'm sorry they're not the one that have to deal with the person you're the one that's dealing with the person you're the one that's building your legacy with this person so yeah your family could come in and they could throw their two cents but ultimately it's it's up to you and the person that you're dating to to make their their final decision as to where the course that your relationship's gonna take. Um I'm gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. We gotta get these other two back on here and uh we'll wrap it up. Yep, yep. 
What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to AKP, Keeping It Real. I just want to also send a special shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't already heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. The creation tools also allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenerships. And best of all, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's in your Android or App Store, the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Later. All right, so we want to jump back in. These are Five, four, boots. three, two, one. All right, so y'all, we back. Um, so like we were saying with going against, you know, the whole green with your parents is, it's not a bad thing, but we need to set boundaries. We need to have limitations. Your parent needs to understand the fact of I'm currently trying to build a life. You had Mm -hmm. your chance. You had your time to build your life and do all the things that you wanted to do. Even if there was restrictions, you know, this is my time. And your significant other also needs to respect your new relationship that you're in because you guys are trying to build together. So it it goes hand in hand. And you could always talk about it and, you know, break things down. And I would say give it it a time time trial because it's not like you're going to talk about it today and then it's going to be fixed tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But... If you guys talk about it and, you know, you see two, three months down the line, nothing's really changing. Papa, mama, it's it's time to go Mm because nothing's going to change at that point. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, the same way your parents gave you boundaries when you were a kid is the same way you give your ba- your parents boundaries when you become an adult. adult yep. There's certain things that mm-hmm. my dad will not dare talk to me about, but because I have such a cool relationship with my dad, I let it I let it go. But my dad knows that once I get back into a relationship again, you know, mm-hmm. it's is gravy. The only thing the only thing I have to worry about about my dad is women tend to love my dad more than they love me. So, you know, because he's just a sexy old man that knows how to get the ladies what, just by looking at them. And I'll be like, whoa, 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 Get your own woman. This is mine. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So that's why he has a 15-year-old daughter and he's 72 years old. <laughs> um, hey, but no, but, but, but all jokes aside, no, set, set boundaries. You know, just like, look, mom, I'm an adult now. I'm in a relationship. I know you're trying to help. Yeah. Let me fall. Let me let me figure it out the same way you figured it out with that. Let me figure it out. Yeah. Trust me. I think trust me. They'll appreciate that. They might hate you for that brief moment, but that but then they realize, oh snap, 
my child is grown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, yeah. it's not that you want to parent, you don't want a partner that's also like the ultimate superhero, but you kind of want a partner <laughs> that is. And when I say that, you know, it's like, because I had a situation with, with my partner and it was basically not even so much her family, family, the direct family. This was like the extended family that you only know them like 10 times a year. And, um, the the family member called me the n-word and everything else like that and it was like to me it wasn't a big deal because when you have that gut intuition and that feeling like certain people only deal with you because you're you're in the situation that you're in Mm -hmm. you should already have that common sense to know like all right so if anything goes left these people gonna try your life and you gonna have to regulate so when that whole situation happened for me it wasn't a big it wasn't a big deal because it happened for me it was a big deal because I told you that this what this is what it was you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah. if I'm telling you like yo these people really don't they, they don't fuck with me how you think they fuck with me they, we are not the same right now no 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 we're good we bruh Bruh, just just listen, Linda. Listen, and you know, lo and behold, it was completely <laughs> the opposite. And I was more upset at the fact of I've been telling you this, and now that it came out, this is where we're at. And I'm not gonna fault you for it, but it's it didn't make me feel good, and it didn't make me feel bad. I was kind of indifferent because it's kind of like, okay, well, now you know the people that are quote unquote family. Now you know the people that are in your face every day with the, oh, that's my baby, loving kisses. Get, get, get your ass out of here with that bullshit. Please. Yeah. So, you know, it was an eye-opener in a sense of, I'm really glad that this happened, but <laughs> I'm really not glad that this happened because now here it is. I need to pick up the pieces to my ever-so-delicate relationship because I don't really, I can't tell you what you're thinking based on now we're having conflict and we're having issues because of what a family member did and you don't know how to deal with it and technically I don't know how to deal with it because in my head is like all right we're done that was a wrap Mm -hmm. that was cute and you know now to now retrain the damn the brain yeah now she she didn't do anything why should she suffer for for the stupidity of these people it's sad but it's kind of like, I'm going to have to teach you a lesson. So I'm not going to lie. I did break up with her. Because it was like, if this ever happens again... I'm going to need you to... Yeah, no, I feel that. Like, you you basically had to turn into the casualty there. Because it was like, look, I, I, I'm going to need you to do better next time. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it was like, I, I'm not going to lie. It was just like, damn, don't cry. Because for me, it was like, all right, but we're going to break up. And I wasn't breaking up to be an asshole. It was just like, yo, I'm sorry, like... Dude, you, I can't you gotta let this. Yeah, I, I couldn't let it happen. And, you know, after we did that, it was like, all right, so let me explain the same thing that I've been breaking down this whole entire time. Let me go ahead and revisit it because now that you've seen it firsthand, now you understand. Now you know where I'm coming from. So if I tell you, yo, you took me around your uncle Pachi and Pachi don't, it ain't Pachi. feeling you. <laughs> with, a name, with a name like Patchy, man, he ain't feeling you from the get go, man. He was Yo, born not feeling. For real. You. 
I'm just like, if, if he ain't feeling me and I tell you, hey, babe, this is what it is, just know that that's what it is. You know, don't argue with it. Don't fight about it. Just know that this is what it is. But I think that breakup had to happen. Them calling me the N-word had to happen. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I get it. Yeah, all these things had to happen for you to understand, like, yo, this is real life. And next time your family disrespect me, just know I will be all in their shit. So, so it's a sad situation. Um, but here's where your partner now comes in to be your superhero, because once that took place, like even before I addressed it with her, she already went ahead and she handled it. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. people will look at it where it's like, damn, but you still broke up with her. Yeah, I broke up with you because of the principle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not it's not good. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you handled it. That tells me that okay, you know what? If anything ever happened, you got my back. But I've I've made sure that I I've tried to explain for the past couple of months, like, hey, I don't want to put myself in this situation, but you continue to put me in that situation. So now this is where we're at. This is why I'm upset. Um, yeah. You know, overall, we've we've had we've had the the back and forth conversations of, hey, so this is what we're gonna do. This is what your parents think. I don't give three shits about what your parents think. It's not your parents' relationship. This is our relationship, or the the famous. Um, well, you know, this person doesn't think. I don't care what anybody thinks. <laughs> like, are they contributing to our pockets? Are they contributing to how we live? They could voice their opinion, but at the end of the day, it's their opinion. Yeah. And I don't I don't think a lot of people understand the fact of other people's opinions and perceptions of what your relationship is and should be will ruin your relationship instead of the both of you actually ruining your own relationship. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. That ruins a lot more relationships than people realize. Oh yeah, and it it, it I try to figure out if it's a if it's a naive thing or, um, you know, and that's what I was asking. Do you guys think it's because of how close you grew up with your family? Because I look at my partner's family and I'm like, all right, this this to me is, it, it, y'all are too lovey dovey. <laughs> like, bro, you're almost forty. Go. Flee, flee the nest you know go do go do other things with your life but when I look at how they are together as a unit it's everybody kind of goes back to the to the mom and it's like oh mommy 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 and it's like okay this is cute but like come on really are we done as they as all said when, when do we cut the umbilical cord I don't know. Like my relationship with my oldest daughter, we have the great relationship. And I know, you know, when the time comes, when she knows she becomes 18 or, well, she told, she's told me that when she turns 18, she's planning to move in with me and go to college down here. So I was like, okay, you know, but I know eventually, but I know eventually when, you know, she's going to be an adult, you know, and I have that kind of relationship with her where, where she, she will tell me what she, oh, dad, I'm going out with my boyfriend. Okay. Or dad, I'm going to stay home. Okay. So I'm like a, an okay kind of dad, you know, when she hits that, when she hits that age, because I know for a fact, when she hits that age, you know, 
nobody's going to take away the fact that I'm her father. You know what I'm saying? When she's ready to come to me with a major issue, guess what? She's going to come to me with a major issue but, but because even... she wants to know my opinion and my, my, my voice. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, baby, I could give you my opinion, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to figure this out. But even with what you just said, David, like that's communication. Oh, yeah. She's like, yo, I'm going to do this. Okay. And that, that it, it, and it boils down to that. Like the fact that she communicates, will communicate that with you and you will have a regular response to it makes her want to come to you with all the things that people are afraid of. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that's the, that's the whole reason behind it. You don't have to be an overbearing parent to give your child space so that they're not hiding things from you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, and it, we got it, a lot of overbearing parents out there. Yeah, so it's like, so it's like you are literally creating the situation that your child is in, because mm-hmm. although yes, they should have made better decisions, they were probably too worried thinking about what you were gonna say or think to make that better decision. And does that does that take the fact away from it that they're wrong? No. But as a parent, what could you have done to make sure that your child didn't end up this way? Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain children who are just going to end up however the hell they end up because they just, you tried. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, with, 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 with better children and children that are willing, most of the time it's the parents that mess up that relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like perfect example. My daughter had a sleepover yesterday. And uh, she came back home and she called me up and it was 7.30 in the morning. This is the kind of relationship me and my daughter has, which is going to trickle over when she becomes an adult. So she had a sleepover and uh, she calls me up and, and I said to her, before we even had the conversation, I said, look, did you tell your mother? You know, because yeah. maybe your mother could give you a female perspective of this situation. She's like, I did. I'm like, what did your mom say? And she's like, well, my mom told me to oh, we're going to go to Wawa and get a cup of coffee and something to eat so you could control your temper and go and you could go take a nap. So she brushed it off. And then oh, wow. and I was like, wait a minute, your mom brushed it off like it wasn't a big deal? And she's yeah. like, yeah, basically. So I was like, okay, now that I got that perspective, because I wanted to see what her mom said so I don't contradict her mother. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, lay it on me. So she's like, daddy, please explain something to me. I was like, why? I was like, my friends got mad at me because we were FaceTiming some boy on one of these social media platforms and they called and, sh- and this white boy called my two friends a fat pig and I defended them and they were like, Leah, 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 no, 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 you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. But yet, but yet they, they get upset when a white boy says the N word. Mm. And, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you laid this on me. Okay, bet. I was like, okay, sweetie, what you did wasn't wrong. You defended your friends. And as a Camacho, we always defend the people that we love. That's just that's just in our nature as 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 a Camacho clan. But at the same token, they don't comprehend that because they don't maybe they don't maybe they're too ashamed to speak up, but you're not because I taught you to to good, bad, and ugly to always speak up. So she's like, true, true, true. Da, 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 da. Then I went with the end situation. I said, sweetie, the reason why people get upset towards the N word is because they don't know its origin. Remember throughout the week, I was telling you, give me the definition of anger, what the origin word comes from. 
what is the essence of anger? And, and I gave her key words to help her grow as an, as an individual. So I was like, remember when I did all that with you? She was like, yeah, well, here's the breakdown of the N-word and where it derives from, where it comes from. In actuality, the N-word means king, but they changed it to put it a negative content into it so we could say it to each other, but we took it back by taking out the ER and adding the A, mm. but, but we don't know where it came from. So I sent her some, some videos and she was like, oh, dad, bet, da, da, da. But once again, I know eventually when she grows up, she's going to, we're, she and I, we're going to sit together. We're going to cut that umbilical cord. But guess what? Just because we got that umbilical cord cut doesn't necessarily, I know for a fact when she hits 25, 30, 33, guess who she's going to come to first and who she's going to come to second? Well, why? Because it's communication. Well, have you also thought of the fact of like, Certain people just aren't meant to be parents. Oh, based, no, hands down. Based on how they were raised and how they grew up, they shouldn't be parents. Because if me being a mom and my child comes to me with a comment or statement like that, I'm not going to blow it off and say, you know, oh, let's go buy a coffee. and No, let's go buy a coffee and let's talk about it. Because this is a situation now where I feel like, let's say you weren't in the picture, then your daughter would probably be one of the people that's out here looking for love in all the wrong places because she ain't getting it from moms. So Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like a double-edged sword where it's like, damn, you have the overbearing parent that's like, hey, Billy, you know, let me be on you 24-7. And then you have the parent that's like, you know, hey, let me get on you about stupid things, like being on your phone too late or this or like that. Yeah, but you yeah. can't have a decent conversation with your kid about life matters that actually will continue to possibly plague them. So it's like, Facts. yeah, like, thank you for having that conversation with your daughter. Thank you for keeping that dialogue with them. But it's you're not the only parent. And it's kind of like, you know, regardless of how the hell your, uh, your wife want to look at things, it's going to have to be a, hey, you need to be a little bit more active in the communicational schemes with the kids because. You know, you, you got to think about it. At the end of the day, you have to let people make their own mistakes depending on what right. their mistakes are. Like even what exactly. you want with something as small as the um, whole phone thing. Like if my daughter or if my son is on his phone late at night talking to people and he waking up late for school, I'm going to be like, all right, do it again. Oh, yeah. Because here's the here's the th- here's the thing, if you are doing something that is directly impacting your function in something else, I'm gonna need you to see that. I'm gonna sit down and talk to you about that. Like, hey, you notice how you're waking up and you're upset now. You notice how you're not getting enough sleep. You're on your phone too late. You know, I mean, like it's it's directly affecting you. Now, don't let it affect. Like my whole thing is, don't let it affect your grades. Because the minute it begins to affect your grades. Then guess what? It's then over. we're gonna have then we're gonna have that conversation of all right. So you get your phone on weekends mm-hmm. because here's the thing: I didn't do that to you. You did it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you do things to yourself, and then I'm gonna take things away from you. I'm not just gonna be like, oh no, I'm gonna let you learn. Like you've got to learn. You've got like people grow through experiences, and even something like that. It's not detrimental. It's not gonna kill them. Yeah, your grades might start to drop, but that's up to you. Like, my yeah. mom always used to tell me, like, yo, this school thing, it's not for me, it's for you. 
So if mm. you want to go ahead and joke around and mess up, go ahead. But you ain't staying here. <laughs> like, literally, that's the conversation. Well, do yeah. you guys think that based on how close you are to your family is going to always determine the outcome of your relationship? No. Why you say no? <laughs> because you can, you can be as close as you want to whoever you are close to in your family. But if that person has a certain mindset, if that person just thinks a certain ways, there's certain things that y'all are just not going to agree on and they're just not going to understand. Like, mm. for example, I am very close to my mother. Like, my mother and I are best friends all the time. But when I talk, when I talk about guys, when I talk about things that she does, it's an issue. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how close, you know, me and her are. It doesn't matter that, you know, I get straight A's and I do this and I'm going to college for this and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter that I do everything that she asks me to do or I, or you know, I'm the perfect child and we have a close relationship, there's just certain things that we still can't talk about. Mm. Okay. But, so, okay, so would you say that you would be, would you say that you'd be one of those people that's on the fence when it comes to, you know, you hypothetically, later on down the line, you get your partner, your mom's like, hey, Kirsten, I need this. Is it a drop everything and go, or hey, no. so I'm gonna hit you back in a week? No, it's a hey, mom, I get it, you're my mom, but you also have a car, you can also drive, you've been independent your entire life. Um, okay, that has nothing to do with me, but the it's serious. Like it, this this is what I'm trying to say, bro. You, this person, my mother, raised me to be a strong, independent person. Like she is. Yeah. As soon as I get into a relationship, that should not change. And, that, and that's, a that's the problem, too. Shouldn't change just because I'm in a relationship. And because you raised me to be that way, I'm going to see that. And I'm not going to give in just because you throw in a little fit because I'm in a relationship. And so that's that's the backfire about it because I had to have that conversation with some people about my, about my mom as well. They raise you to be strong and independent, but then when you are strong and independent, you're, you're basically doing what they do. Exactly. They don't want it. So then you, they, that's when you go, nah, you ain't raised me that way. Period. Damn. And it's simple as that. That's I've said it before. My mom will tell you all the time. My mom be like, yes, my son, he checks me all the time. Because, you know, I may be doing something that I didn't raise him to do. And I ain't afraid, mm. bro. Yeah, well, I mean, my mom doesn't respond like that because um, I'm a child when she wants me to be a child. So when I uh, you, you still live in her house. That's why. You still rely well, on her. Cause so, so technically, here, here's, the, here, here, here's the part nobody wants to talk about. Technically, you are a child until you move out of her house. Because right now you are relying on her. So she can technically do whatever the hell she wants. Once you move out of that house and it's all on you, when she starts coming at you like that, that's when you can start reprimanding that. Hey, and, whoa, but, but there's also back. like there's also that, okay, but I'm grown when it's convenient for her. I mean, like like I said, she can do whatever she wants because you are in her house. It's hey. not right. 
but that is the way it's going to be until you take yourself out of the equation and you le- and you move out. You don't have to leave her life. It's not a grudge thing. When you right. remove yourself from that situation, now you can go, whoa, slow down. Right. Don't, come on now. Mother, we're talking. Don't talk to me like that. We can right. have a conversation. Yeah. I've done yeah. it before. But only, but, but if you do that now, oh, so where are you going to yeah. sleep tonight? Uh, <laughs> there, there goes your problem. Right. Like, I do it all the time. My mom be like, all right, it's time for you to go. I'm like, all right, I'm out. Well, I'm going to go turn and push my own key somewhere else. And we my mom are fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you, you, you have to, you have to have your own. You, you can't, you know, you, you have to. So it's, it's like, it's like, you just got, and I tell my sister that all the time, like you have to sit through it until you get through it. And then you can be about it. Like you have to, you, you have, you have to, you have to go through that stage. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause no, trust me, I've been there. I've been bro, there. Bro, we, we've all, we've all been there. Uh, it, and you know, like Austin said, it's the best feeling ever. It's like, oh, you mad? All right, but <laughs> I'm gonna see you next week. <laughs> like, oh, you're not. Oh, you. Oh, you're not answering my call. No, nah, do you pay my phone bill? Silence. All right. Bet. Oh, let, so we we gonna talk when I when we gonna talk when I want to talk. All day. But overall, I mean, you know, hopefully we we shed light on the fact of when it comes to your parents, they already lived their life. Or any family member, they've already lived their life. They've already done the things that they wanted to do. Don't let them impede on you and your relationship. Mm -hmm. And again, if they're going to impede, y'all got bills, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody could pick up a bill. Because you want to talk all this trash and you want to add your two cents, pick up a bill. At that point, it's free range. Y'all can say and do whatever y'all want to do. But just remember, first and the 15th, bills are due. Let's and remember, go. and remember, at the end of the day, you got to realize parents are going to do something amazingly stupid. You want to see parents act like a bunch of clowns? Give them a grandchild. Oh yep. Jesus! They, they Give them a grandchild the real quick. Oh, they'd be like, "My baby," I'm like, whoa, 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 where was this when I was a kid? Uh, oh, right, like all the time. Like I've seen my mom do stuff to my daughters, and I'm like. Who yo, my, my mom called me the other day and was like, yo, so when am I going to get a grandchild? I think this girl you date right now, she the one. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and give me a grandchild. And don't worry, you don't even got to call me. I'll come pick the child up. Oh, you don't even got to leave nothing here. I'll buy the child clothes. Oh, wow. I'll buy the child. Bro, I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. But when, but when I needed some paper for school, I'm playing. She, she got that for me. But still, like, you know, you get the concept. Like, <laughs> You know, I had to be yeah, like, hey, yeah, I, yeah, I, had, yeah. I had to make a, I had to make an argument. Okay, so I got 14 papers that I need to write. So I need technically 250 sheets of paper if I don't mess up. So can I get that? <laughs> like, and that's like, the thing, though. But 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 even when you have a child, you still got to put boundaries on your kids. I'm like, look, mom, I know you mean well, but do not yeah. give Pepsi to my child. Like, mm-hmm. for real. Like like after a certain time, no juice. Like I remember. Like I've seen horror stories where my 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 friends used to be like, "Yo, man, I hate taking my kids to my parents' house." I'm like, "Why?" Because when I bring them home, they're wired and they do not want to go to bed. And I'm like, "Bro, did you have you had this conversation with your parents?" Nah, man, that's my mom's, yo. I'm like, "Uh, but you're the parent of this child. You need to have that conversation." You know what I'm saying? So once again, trust me. You want to see how you you want to see your parents act like a complete fools. Give him a grandchild. Mm-hmm. 
And also, like, just for people that, like, are younger and still, you know, live in your parents' house, even though, like, those are your parents and you still have to go through the motions of whatever, you know, is going on, that doesn't mean that you let them walk all over you, too, just because they're your parent. That doesn't mean you let them make certain decisions for you Mm -hmm. just because they're your parent. Because at the end of the day, parents tend to want to live their lives through you. And as y'all said, you know, you already lived your life. Yep. So at the end of the day, you still have to live your life for you just under your parents' roof. Mm -hmm. You got to play the game, man. It's a game that you got to play. Yeah. And I'm glad that you and I'm so glad that you said that, Kristen, because I remember I had a conversation with my with my daughters. I says, look, there's times where you're going to mess up and I'm going to correct you. But if I ever mess up, I want you to correct me. Mm. I gave them, I gave them, and that's powerful because not a lot of parents are willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because they're always right. No, I want my children to correct me. Like when I gave my daughter the assignments to, to teach me the origin and the terminology and the essence of, of anger, I already knew all that, but I, but guess what? I said, okay, Leah, I'm ready to be the student. You're the teacher. Lay it on me. And my daughter lay Yo, when I told you she laid it thick on me, I was like, okay, okay, girl. And then I started asking her questions and she responded quickly because once again, you got to have that, that open dialect. You know, as a parent, you're not always going to be right. As a child, you're not going to always be right. A true master is always going to learn from everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah, matter no, the age. Definitely. And for for the people that out there that got the parents that love to throw the two cents and don't contribute, drop them. Stop asking. (laughs) Drop them or start asking for rent. Basically, that that's for parents and family. Like, stop having people tell y'all how to run y'all relationships if they're not in it. Like, don't one of one of the main things. No, go ahead. I mean, yeah, that that too, like, you know, they put in their two cents in and they're not in a relationship, but also don't, because there are, there are family members that do look out and they do see things about, you know, your significant other that you probably never seen or you've seen, you just blatantly ignore. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you know, you as an individual in your own relationship, you're in your relationship and you know if you're in a good relationship, you know what you and your relationship are about. You know, you know that person better than anybody else knows that person. So when you hear all the foolishness, you don't have to listen to it. But if you, if they say something to you and genuine concerned and you sit there and you're like, bruh, you know, they're low key, right, bruh, then that's, that's up to you for you to either make that change or to keep going on with Mm -hmm. your life. You don't have to completely disregard what your family is saying, especially if you, if deep down inside, you know, it's true. But at the same time, if you know it's utter boot, like you don't have to, you know, do all that. Facts. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. 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 So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the recommendations. Any any recommendations for this week? I know everybody was talking about three sixty five. Yes, um, Kristen. Yeah, I Kristen, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> God, I so hate you right now. I saw that last weekend. I got all up in my feelings. I was like, man, I want to be in a relationship. I don't know. 
And then I had to watch like an action movie to get out of my feelings. But Kristen, I hate you for that one. But good film though. Right Highly recommended. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not for you only single folks out there that's just, you know, like chilling by ourselves. Feel me? Like I would recommend um Watchmen. It's now on it's now streaming on Hulu for I think a limited time. It's it's usually an HBO um thing, but um it's streaming yes. on Hulu right now. It's a Is very... that the one with the white guy? What? Everybody's white in that show. <laughs> It's 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 um it's with um uh who's my my celebrity crush? uh Regina Regina King. Oh okay. Oh, oh you mean the TV show? Yeah, the TV show, not oh, the movie. Thought, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you got to be specific, brother. You got to be specific. TV show. TV show. Um, okay. Yeah, the TV show. Nice. It's it's actually like it speaks volumes to like what's going on now. In a in its own way though, in its own way, like yeah, in its in its very own way. Um, it's a very interesting concept, and um, I started watching it uh, probably like uh, two days ago. And uh, duh, don't be like me; like I get tired of things really quickly. But like I'm not tired of it. It's just that like <laughs> I got better things to do than just watch TV all day. But it's a really good show. It's a really good um, show. So my daughter broke me some bad news. Um, I finally finished watching uh, My Hero Academia. It's an anime series, highly yeah. recommended, you know. Um, but my daughter just broke my heart when she says, "Yeah, Daddy, season five is not going to be available until 2021." I'm like, "Oh." So yeah, I'm I'm heartbroken. I'm not going to front. I am a little heartbroken, but definitely, if you haven't checked out Hero Academia, it's an animated series. You can find it on Fanimation now. Um, definitely check it out. Oh. I highly recommend that one. If really we're talking about, if we're talking about anime, man, Assassination Classroom. Oh, that's a really good. Oh one. yes, that's dope as hell. Uh, that that one is like it's like like when you really watch it, you're like, what the hell am I watching? But at the same time, you're like, yo, this is kind of dope. Like, so um, the little boy that has the blue hair, he's my favorite character. I forgot he, his name. He's a savage, bro. He's a savage. Um, his he uses his cuteness to his advantage. But that's all we're gonna say. Um, yeah, that's all we're gonna say. But uh, yeah, I still so, actually haven't finished watching what's on Hulu yet because, like I said. I don't really finish anything because I have better things to do sometimes. But it's good. What I have watched, like, it's good. Agreed. I've also watched. Um, I went back and watched it again because I, it, it spoke volumes on the way they drew it and the dialogue and and the script writing, um, which was a little bit more adultish, um, which was uh, Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop, which was came out back in the late nineties. We watched it again. I was like, man, this people were asleep on Cowboy Bebop back in the day, but definitely watch it. It's really good show. It, you know, good script writing, good everything, good acting. Another anime. Oh, you know, not like these these animes now that they regurgitate Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. What where were we at with Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball Z X three point two, whatever. Yeah, correct. But you know, if you want to talk about um movie recommendations um one movie recommendation i have it well two um dr doolittle with robert downey jr okay phenomenal mm-hmm. movie i thought it was gonna be like uh okay cool like i rented it from the red box me and my sisters watched it and i found myself getting into it i was like oh man this is kind of it's really? kind of dope you know robert downey jr he just takes roles and he like embodies yeah. it he does his thing man i'm sorry but the man is a, a, the man is a goat man you know um, he does his thing when it comes to that. Um, um, and the second movie, 
and I don't know if you guys seen it yet, but I liked it. I think it, and I'll tell you why after I say it. Gemini Man, Will Smith. Yeah, that was and let movie. me tell you, and let me tell you why movie. I love Will Smith's movies. Is because Will Smith never plays a movie where he is not himself. Hmm. Yeah, every movie Will S- every movie Will Smith plays, there's always some factor coming back to where he where he was in Fresh Prince. There's all they always talk about his. He's always his actual age. He's always like fifty one or or forty. Where wh- whatever he is, he's o- he always plays a person of that age. Mm-hmm. He always does. Even in the movie where they, you know, you guys seen the the previews where basically they clone him. Like the mm-hmm. the young kid got the Fresh Prince haircut. Like I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. always it's always him. And 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 I know a lot of people are like, oh well, he's not multifaceted. I was like, well, I mean, like Will Smith can take himself. It's it's not that he takes who he he is and puts it. He like he just takes like the the I guess his biometrics, like him, his personality. Like he never plays somebody else who doesn't look like him or something like that. Like he's always stay he oh, always man. stays true to him. And even and even with this movie, I was like, man, did Will Smith actually do this in real life? Because like he got me thinking, like maybe maybe this is what he did. You know, those couple of years where he wasn't making movies, like like he really like he really embodies the parts, and he's he's such he's. I know people don't want to put him into the goat, you know, but he's such a good actor, man. But but but, he but here's the thing: he but here's does the... all those things like yeah. on purpose. Like the reason why he's why people will say that he's like not that versatile is because like he because he's he's a method actor and he like he embodies his character like he really gets to it. He doesn't want to play anything that is not anything short of him. Like, and he said that in many interviews that. That's why he doesn't play certain characters because he actually like becomes that character, and he's not gonna play anything that he doesn't feel you know is not him or himself. Yeah, because of how much he embodies that character. And the thing that bothers me the most about when people talk ill about Will Smith is that did, did we forget that he won an Oscar for Ali? I'm just saying. Yeah, that was a that. I mean, that was one of the. Here's the, and, the best the, film. And the, the reason why people um, don't see him in that movie like they should, and it's it's all about casting. When you cast a movie like Ali, you cast great people, but you you've got to you've got to down and upcast, right? Mm. And what they basically did in that movie was they casted Jamie Foxx as the trainer. Well, I'm sorry to Will Smith, but there's nobody better at embodying a person than Jamie Foxx. Oh, and absolutely. he he embodied that trainer, and that Jamie Foxx's performance, while while him playing Ali was great, Jamie Foxx's performance as the trainer overshot Ali's performance, and that's why people talk trash about that movie. But no, he still played Ali perfectly, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, he but did. but yes, Jamie Foxx. I thought Jamie Foxx was was Muhammad Ali's trainer. Wow. Oh yeah, I've, like, I've yeah. yet to see that movie. I gotta I gotta watch it. And I think, and I think Jamie Fox. There's a there's a rumor flying around that Jamie Fox is going to embody a boxing role of the film based on Tyson. That's going to be that's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. Jamie Fox is oh, yeah, Jamie Fox is the only person that I can know that can do probably that accent, not even accent, that speech pattern perfectly, probably. And he does it, and mm-hmm. he's done and he's done it in an interview. And I was like, whoa, yeah. So well, those two movies, um. 
I would say they are a very good watch. Gemini Man is a very good watch. It has a lot of nice action. Um, uh, for 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 those um gun fanatics out there, like myself is becoming, Will Smith has a lot of amazing gun fundamentals. Like he, like you cannot tell he's acting. Hmm. And that's that's partially because he's done a lot of movies where he is running and gunning. But like I'm talking about from 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 how he presents the gun, how he's crawling with it. I mean, how he holds it, how he sets it up, how he like does his thing with everything, how how he throws grenades, how he how, just everything he does. Like he Will Will Smith has has perfected the gun handler persona. Like he has perfected it. Yeah. Like, like, like. Of course, I mean, there's little quirks about certain things that he does. Um, uh, if you if you really pay attention in detail, like, I've seen somebody break apart. Like the first scene of the movie where he's he's doing like this, like he's a sniper and that's what he does and that's what he does best. Like, I've seen like the sniper break down what he does and the only thing the sniper had to say about it is that I mean, like, recoil isn't really all that much. Like they showed in the movie, but he's like, damn, he kind of had everything to the T. So it's like, yeah. so it's like everything about that movie, about the way he handles himself, about the way he carries himself, being being a, being an agent of a secret organization, like just the way that he speaks, he just, he, he just, I mean, like I I, I yeah, forgot he, I was watching yeah. the movie. Well, nice. well, you also got to remember, you got to look at his, you got to look at his gun technique during I Am Legend. His gun technique on I Am Legend was phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. Here's like the thing. My, co- my cousins were impressed by that too. Like it's it's in, like in in a, in a show like in a movie like that it's impressive, but let me tell you it's more impressive when he's fighting against other people that have equal gun technique and you can tell the difference between people that don't and people that do. Because in I Am Legend it's really just him. So it's like oh yeah, man, he, he's holding that gun just right. Oh man, okay, cool. I see him switching hands. But when he's actually combating people and the way he's hitting them and the angles he's hitting them and how he's staying quiet and how he's crawling and like his coat, like that type of stuff around other people, that is where you're like, yo, this dude really, really did this. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Uh, big, big shout out to Michael B. Jordan. For he, what? Uh, <laughs> he, uh, because he did a, um, he beat, Keanu Reeves' time in the shooting ring. Oh, yeah. By, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves' uh, time was, I think, for like, I wanna, I'm going to come up with a number, like 19 minutes. Okay. Uh, Michael B. Jordan beat it in by two minutes. So he beat him by 17. Yeah, like, um, so, okay. so, so, so okay. in, in California, Terrence Tactical is the person that usually trains all of the, all the actors. Um, he is a award-winning um, shooter himself. And so, yeah, that's where Keanu Reeves does all of his, like, training and stuff. And Michael B. Jordan also, when he was playing Killmonger and stuff like that, he went there and he trained with them as well. Um, now, Michael B. Jordan is sharp when it comes to looking down at a site. Like, just, yep. his whole, just his whole body. Like, it's like, he looks like he does this for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, him, like, don't get me wrong. Keanu, like, Michael B. Jordan beat his time cool. But let's be completely honest. In the realm of gun handlers, Keanu Reeves... Keanu Reeves is the best Hollywood gun actor there is. To, oh, to oh, no, hands down. John Wick. Hands down. Like, 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 good God, that man is ridiculous, man. He is amazing. Does he age? I don't know. <laughs> he, just keeps, he, just, he just keeps growing hair. <laughs> Yo, I saw John Wick 3 and I was like, mm, why don't you look older? Like, I'm confused. 
Bro, but okay. But, but his but his gun technique, his gun technique and um his gun technique and John Wick, yo, I <laughs> whoa. Woo! And, okay. and, and even even like that, even like that, David, the reason why he is so proficient and it looks amazing is because he's handling weapons while doing other things, but he's not messing up to do those other things. He's mm. he he's not breaking down his own fundamentals to like, oh, I gotta grab this, so let me just let me just quickly do this, or let me just grab the gun with my finger and the trigger from no, he's everything he does is still structured and it's just like like man, but, like who is this guy? That's why I'm happy yeah, for uh, yeah. that's why I'm happy for uh Matrix Four coming. Oh Completely wow, Matrix happy. Four. Look. Look, the, it's supposed to be a prequel. The, it needs to be um, because it's supposed to be a prequel about how the the story behind Morpheus. Yeah, and Morpheus is supposed to be played by Michael B. Jordan. Oh hell mm-hmm. no, no, mm-hmm. no! I mean, like what happened, Lawrence, to, what happened to the bald black guy? Lawrence Fishburne can't well, play it anymore. He's fat and old. It's a pre- <laughs> he's old. It's this a is a younger version. This is when Morpheus gets unplugged from the Matrix and becomes, and the story behind Morpheus. Wow. Okay, that should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're that, still in that talks, should be they're that should be talks. really interesting. So my recommendations is definitely gonna be the help. I finally saw it. What? Hey, do what not judge me. You? I'm judging not, you so hard. Do not judge like, me. Why? So, like I was saying before, I was really interrupted and judged. Go watch the help, okay? Because. It's a prime example of everything that's taking place right now, and it goes to show white and black need to come together and work together, and I'm not going to lie. I don't cry during movies, and I was like, uh, damn, bro, this is really what they had to go through? Like, Nah, facts, that, bro. Yeah, that, and that's, that's why, And that's why, it's so, that's why it's so disappointing and so disrespectful when people are like, oh, slavery, get over it. Okay. Because here's the thing, even after slavery, we were technically still slaves, just in just in different ways. Yep. Still working for the white man. So. Yep. I mean, like, we still yeah. are today, but we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the two books, I actually finished two books yesterday, felt like a freaking G. Um, Greg Card- Grant Cardone, 10X, and uh, F Wall Street by John, John, I forgot his last name, but uh, Cardone's book basically will have you thinking that Everybody and their mom is stupid and you're the most elite person in the world. Once you've decided that, you know, you're going to basically say F everybody and do what you got to do to make sure you succeed. And F Wall Street is basically, you know, as the title said, F Wall Street and explain to you why the people that you hear them saying, oh, well, I have a stockbroker, I have this or I have that. It actually breaks down how unintelligent those people are. And also the fact of losing money in the stock market isn't cool when you're younger, just to be like, okay, well, I lost X amount of money. So it those are those are pretty interesting books once you actually make it through the actual book. I'm not gonna lie, the stock market book is kind of boring after a while because it's more examples of uh you know, the brokers they get you by telling you, Hey, buy this stock, lose this amount of money. And then you're going to make the money back in the next two to three years. And the guy, yeah, he basically breaks down like all that, all the myth about, um, you know, investing in different things and all this. It's it's a lot. So if you're into stocks or you're thinking about getting into stocks, definitely a book for you to read. 
Um, and if you're looking for success or not even looking for success, if you're looking for self-validation and not playing the victim role, then definitely read Grant's books. That that that's that's the recommendations for from my end. Oh, and PlayStation Xbox, they coming out with their systems. I am pissed the hell off with PlayStation and 820 gigs. What in the effing world am I supposed to do with that? Um, buy an external hard drive. It's called accessorize. They're doing that on purpose, ladies and gentlemen. So you didn't know that yet? First of all, of course. Let's let's just course, not even but... let's just not even worry about that. Just buy a PC. Just uh, build a PC. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm not necessarily, I personally don't think I'm ever going to buy another video game system. Um, unless that video game system is going to come with like eight terabytes of hard drive, then that's when we're going to go there. Um, only be, I'm saying that because I have a PlayStation now that's a paperweight. The only video game on it is uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> and yeah, that that's literally the only thing that's on there. But I was so like shocked. Eight hundred and twenty nine gigs. What in the world? And uh, Xbox yeah. is gonna have I think like six different colors. So yeah, she's that way. Yeah, Xbox, Xbox, Xbox is gonna has have a lot colors. of. Xbox has a lot of. Um, they've partnered with a lot of the games coming out, and they're gonna do a lot of skins. A oh. lot. Because because the way that they built the way that they built the Xbox, all that empty space. Yeah, it is prime for visuals. Like they basically built it like a building where you can put billboards on the side. You know what? It, you know what it looks like to me. You remember when uh, Apple made that computer that was a trash can? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's literally what I thought about. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Really, really nice aesthetics. I I like it. I like it. PlayStation was just that looks Yo. like some crap that I see on The Sims Four. <laughs> Like one of them tall buildings, and I'm like, all right, that's that's cool, I no, guess. But... So basically, with the PlayStation Five, if you grab a router, grab two white pieces of paper, put it on each end of the router, yeah, you got your PlayStation Five. Ding ding. Like they waited so long to release this graphic, and I still wasn't. I, I, I'm not a PlayStation guy, period. You know, but I'm still not impressed. Like, bro, know, a lot of that... people are getting mad because they're like, well, if you think that Xbox is gonna do great, you don't see. It. I'm just like, look. Let, 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 this is how it's going to be till the end of time. Xbox is always going to have the greater community. Yeah. PlayStation is always going to have the greater single single um IPs, the ones that only are played on PlayStation. They're always going to have the greater ones. They're always okay. Like like Spider Man, and they, they they just make better single single player video games than Xbox does. Yeah. Facts. Let's just be honest with it. But Xbox is always going to have the greater community because you know they've got games that people are used to and people want to play. That's why people have both. People play their, people play like Call of Duty and like all the single player games on their PS4, and then everything else they play on the Xbox. Agreed. I mean, so hey, it's. Man. Agreed, <sighs> agreed. But uh, definitely, I hope everybody get into it for this week. Check out all our recommendations, um, especially the help. I think it. I think it would shine light on a lot of things that's taking place. And just, you know, from a black and a white perspective, like, yo, we need to work together. <laughs> you know, we all need help at this point and dragging each other down really ain't helping nobody. Um, also, uh, if you guys are what is, if you guys are in the Florida area, uh, one of my homeboys food truck, I posted a link up on my Facebook. They set fire to it. 
So, mm. yeah, <laughs> if y'all can definitely donate to that because I know that you know they everybody right now need needs to need some kind of help in some way, shape, or form. But uh, that's pretty much it for this week, guys. Hope everybody was you know involved as possible with the conversation and could relate to some of the things uh, that we were saying and uh, definitely give us your feedback your comments always looking forward to it and we'll see y'all next week yep yep Bye. later yo be savage What's up, everybody? PG here with AKP Keeping It Real. Now, I know you guys are rocking with us each and every Sunday, and I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We definitely do appreciate all the love and definitely appreciate all the plays. Now, if you're not able to rock with us on our awesome Anchor platforms, we do have other platforms for you to be able to stream our uh, segments. We have Podchaser, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Republic, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox. Um, I don't know if I said iHeartRadio already, <laughs> but uh, we have all these different platforms that you're able to go ahead and stream us, share the link with a friend of a friend. You know, we're just here to enjoy life and bring laughter to everyone. So definitely please do join us each and every Sunday. If you follow us on social media, remember our handle is AKP, keeping it real for Instagram or Twitter. And we would love to hear from our listeners. You know, if you guys have any kind of, uh, uh, situations or any kind of comments, anything, just go ahead, drop a line and we will definitely be talking about it in our, on, on our episodes. So Again, from all of us here at AKP Keeping It Real, thank you so much for rocking with us each and every Sunday, and we love y'all.